0: i've hit all the appropriate buttons mate
1: (laughs) welcome to the world of technology mate
0: yeah so one of two things (laughs) is going to happen we're going to have a good conversation regardless (laughs) the only unknown factor is how well it gets recorded and whether we share it to the world
1: mate look zoom recordings aren't too bad to be quite honest because they split the audio
0: i know that's what i've done that on purpose
1: yeah. So it takes an local file for you and a local file for me. So uh, I've got the old, I got the blue Yeti out, mate. So um, I don't know if it's tuned, but at least it's uh, at least it should be decent enough to get some good audio, mate.
0: It sounds good in my ear, and, <laughs> and I finally got I finally got this thing working. The old pop filter, good man. Yeah, and uh, this is a little Behringer mic. It's just yeah. a uh, a USB mic that yeah. I got when I first started podcasting. Fuck, like, I don't know. Six, eight years ago, right? Yeah. Little, there's little flies buzzing around. I'm in the back of my house. There's no fruit around and there's little flies everywhere. <laughs> and I couldn't get this fucker to work, right? Yeah, yeah. The last time I decided this, I was going to do some hypnosis recordings. Oh uh, Yeah. So I thought to myself, well, it's got to be clear. I can't have it hissy and shit, so I can't just record into my, you know, into this bad in your boy.
1: Phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which turns out I actually did because I couldn't get this <laughs> I couldn't get the microphone to work. And I'm like, okay, well, so we're in the chain of technology is the problem. And I looked at my USB cable and there's a little bit of rust on it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna make myself feel better here. Yeah. And I'm gonna file the rust off. I have no idea <laughs> if that worked or not, but now the microphone works. So I'm oh, just Oh there gonna-
1: you go. I was going to say, normally the first error point is uh, staring right back at you in your own camera when you're looking at all your device settings. So usually it's user error. Yeah, uh, yeah ni- absolutely. 99.9% of our tech issues that we have here are 100% user error. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, particularly from me, and that's why I use my best mate to be my tech support and um, mate, to I help need a co-producer. <laughs> yeah, don't <we? laughs> Mate, don't we all? Don't we all? Oh, wouldn't
0: it be good? I, I can remember, I was, I was watching... Um, Watch, yeah, watching, not listening to um, Joe Rogan's podcast mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it's like him in a room with whoever he's talking to and Jamie just twiddling knobs, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. getting told to find stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how good's that for like a multi-million listener podcast? He's got one dude helping him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, he, and, and Joe was saying that he'd walked into these places and there are like tens of people around the room. And he's like, what the fuck are these people here for? What have you done? It's not a podcast anymore. It's a production.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I think that's why you're on a good thing as well with State of Ride, just like two blokes having fun.
1: Mate, well, that's where it came from, to be honest. Like, it literally yeah. was boredom. You know? <laughs> and, 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 well, actually, no, I'm I, i going to... A, a bit of boredom. It's... Oh, look, it... <clears throat> I... I, I uh, yeah, and look, there's there's some truth in that, in the sense of it was boredom. Look, Jay and my friendship is um, uh, I'm going to say a a unique one because of where we are now is not necessarily how we connected in the first place. Um, Mm. So, you know, you're in the estate of ride broadcast on Friday night. So, you know, you've seen me with my, you know, 20,000 hour skill and you've seen Jay with his 20,000 hour skill that sort of we've met sort of smack in the middle we don't mm-hmm. we, we intertwine but we don't necessarily go too far in each other's lane and the, the funny part about it was was you know jay jace my best mate like jace the co-producer of a set of my best mate is is we met through drone racing and that in huh. itself is such a niche product and it's a niche yeah. hobby so you know Five years ago, I drone saw racing. Yeah, FPV drone racing. So think, uh. think real life video games. Yeah. Okay. And ah. and I'm go, I'm going to geek out a little bit with you. So I've actually oh. got. Well, I'll show you. I'll show you what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, in a nutshell, we race these things. Right. So you know, people think of drones as sort of being the things that you fly up at the beach and you take a few photographs, particularly in your neck of the woods in Noosa. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure you've got a whole bunch of holiday makers that all the time, you know, put up their 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 drones and take you know lovely scenic photos that they probably shouldn't at different locations. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. it happens. So look, I I, I saw this uh, YouTube video a couple of years back of a, a, a bloke over in Perth diving the um, oh, what's the dam over there? It starts with C. Oh, anyway,
0: mate,
1: yeah. So anyway, I saw this video and I was like. Mate, that was it. Was one of the most fascinating things I'd ever seen. I'm a music guy. I've always loved music. I mean, I'm a a 41 year old raver at heart. Is the best way to describe it. You know, I I I discovered nightclubs. Let's let's
0: be honest, we all are.
1: Yeah, dude, uh, dude, a thousand percent. You know, like I'm I'm a a late 90s. I was a a 90s teenager, so you know the rave the rave culture was still very, very, very huge huge at that point you know even into the yeah. early 2000s and for me that was sort of where my love of music and entertainment came really to fruition and yes you know fast forward to um to sort of this this youtube video i saw this this gentleman flying and doing aerial photography synchronized to music and mm. I was blown away I was like this I, I've never seen anything before it in my life you know we've all seen video film clips and we've all seen aerial shots in movies and and stuff like that and I was like this is phenomenal and you know he connected the emotion of music to this this, this video mm-hmm. and you know being the internet and and me being a bit look not necessarily tech savvy but just a bit of a noob I'm you know you know, hi, my name is, and I'm from over here, and that's really weird to do in your your late 30s, you know, or your mid 30s, to reach out to a stranger, and you know, I I feel like a little bit of a fanboy, and I said, mate, you know, can you tell me what this is called? And he explained it was called FPV drone racing, and I was like, awesome, you know, how do I get involved? And he sort of sent me a few details to have a look, mm-hmm. and I have a history of uh, radio controlled aircraft flying with my granddad. It was something I did when I was a little boy. Wow. And uh, up until I turned 16, I discovered, again, nightclubs, girls and drinking. And uh, that was the only reason I stopped because Sunday mornings <laughs> were not, you know, nine o'clock on a Sunday morning was not the time that I wanted to be going out to a, a field in, in the western suburbs of Sydney. Yeah. And uh, so long story short is I, I went to a hobby shop and uh, said, I want to buy, you know, an FPV drone. Had no idea what it was worth. Spent probably about a thousand bucks on, you know, what was I was told that was, you know, this was adequate and this was really good equipment. And uh taught myself to fly essentially a, a helicopter, which is what these 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 yeah. uh, these craft are. You know, went through the process. You know, crashed things and broke things and spent copious amounts of money trying to teach myself a skill that I I never developed necessarily as a young man. Not not in this realm, anyway. You know, it's it's very different. You know, driving a remote control car is is one thing, and and um. Yeah, just through that connected through people on the internet, you know, put a video up on Facebook and then all of a sudden someone would reach through and say, Hey, I'm you know, I fly these as well. I'm literally, you know, two suburbs away. Why don't we meet up? And, you know, we'd go down to a local football field and meet under a tree and literally fly around a football field and just have a great time. Basically this create this social connection through, you know, shared experience. And as, as sort of time progressed, that network of people that we'd been introduced to, I'd been introduced to at the very start and, and had met along the way, was sort of like, you know, oh, have you heard about drone racing? And I was like, never heard of this thing ever. Saw this film clip of these drones flying through a, 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 a forest and was like, oh my gosh, this looks fucking amazing. How do I get involved? found that uh, drone racing actually started in Brisbane in the um, outskirts of Southeast Queensland by uh, oh, yeah. some boys up there. So, you know, it was actually innovated and pioneered by these boys. And um, we had a, a chapter of racing that was happening in Sydney. So, you know, there I go with my backpack. I, mean, I think my, you can probably see, there it is down there, oh, yeah, my, yeah. you know, with my backpack and my drones, my one drone, you know, my three batteries and my stuff. And off to this drone racing event that I go and, and, Yeah, there was 40 blokes there from all walks of life in this, you know, four heat, four pilot racing scenario where there's this big track set out on on a field that's got, you know, gates you fly through and flags you fly around and you know, met, met this personality that was running. It was like, dude, this is, I've never seen and never experienced anything like this in my life. Mate, I was terrible. I couldn't get round the track. I was nervous. I was shaking. Yeah. You know, it was, you watch these pro, you know, races that are, you know, nerves of steel, you know, flying craft at a hundred plus kilometers an hour, you know, through, through really small, you know, gates, you know, two meters by two meters. When you're doing 150 kilometers an hour in a device, a two meter square is not very big. And um, I just fell in love. I was like, this has got, this has got everything that I think I'm looking for at this point. You know, it had mateship and a demographic that was, you know, we had 15 year old kids that were and younger that were there with dad, you know, and then we had retirees. So we had this whole spectrum of people that came together one Sunday a month, every month at the same location to share a common interest.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And that sort of started the addiction Um, you know as with most hobbies and sports and stuff like that you sort of you keep getting introduced to new new people and new things and there was a a media article about the dangers of of drones and privacy and a few other things and it was being outlawed as being illegal so sort of drone racing became the the 2010 version of or 2015 version of skateboarding you know back in the 90s skateboarding was a crime you know, remember those t-shirts? Yeah, that was skateboarding. So weird,
0: wasn't it? I remember um, when they started putting uh, those little bolts on everywhere yeah. you'd slide.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> signs yeah. up, signs up everywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it became this. You know, it became the 2000s version or the 2010 version of of skateboarding is 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 not a crime. You know, so. The 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 words were you know it was an underground hobby it was you know it was it was going against the law and going against the aviation authority and all this sort of stuff and the reality was it wasn't you know we were we were at sanctioned locations we were appropriately licensed appropriately insured but again media perception for the purpose of selling newspapers and or getting clicks Mm. on news newsletter articles (laughs) didn't necessarily do us any favors but what it did is it what it did is it created this subculture and. I got introduced to a, um, uh, a small group of people that were f- um, would take over a, a car park in uh, Sydney's Western suburbs at Silverwater. So I don't know if you, you, probably, you know the Sydney region, I guess. Yeah, so of- out, Parramatta Way, out Parramatta Way, there was essentially an underground car park. So at, at 8.30 on a Thursday night, all the shops are closed and it's just this giant concrete bunker. And uh, I rolled up one night in the newspaper. uh, Sorry, there's a a journalist there taking photographs and doing video. And we're all there with these LED light tracks and the cars. It was like a Fast and the Furious. But it was very much uh, sort of Tokyo Drift style with a bunch of us tech idiots. You know what I mean? The music is blaring. The cars are open. The electronic timers are talking. And, you know, there was a few boys there that I hadn't met before. So, you know, me being me, just quickly walk you know hi my name is nice to meet you and you've got yeah high fives fist bumps all that sort of stuff and yeah, yeah, yeah. every everybody has a pilot handle you know everyone has a pilot name um, okay that's, that's different so basically a nickname so you know my my social media handle has been primal maddie for as long as i can remember probably 15 oh. years yeah. and you know slowly we go through and you know there's there's scorpius and and there's sam tam and you know, his CGO and, and all these boys. And it was like, you know, lovely, just real cool dudes, you know, cool dudes in the sense of just chill, you know, they're in their environment, they're amongst friends and they're doing the thing that they love. So there was no, no pretension. There was no bollocks. And, you know, the, the car park is only 2.4 high. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've got these devices that are carbon fiber mine's, you know, I use a, 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 a car, a polycarbonate frame and, you know, we're dry, we're flying through these car parks at full tilt, smashing things, and just having a right of a time. And you know, me, I've got an infect—I love that infectious environment to be in. And you know, there was this bloke over there with this really thick American accent and just this really dry sense of humour. And you know, his pilot name was Artie Pirate, and I was like, mate, nice to meet you. And he's, oh, you know, Artie is uh, my name, and I called him Artie for ages, not realising that his name was actually Jason. <laughs> And, you know, again, we sort of had that connection of he flew in this car park with all these lads and he met them only through a different, a different social circle, but very much in the same element. And as time progressed, I was, you know, at the end of the night, 11.30 at night, we we're all packing up to sort of go home and go to work the next day. At this stage, I still had CrossFit Eura. So I was still working, you know, 5 a.m. starts. And so 11.30, I'm like, shit, I've got to go to bed, boys. I've got an hour and a half to drive back to the eastern suburbs and then I've got to be up at five. And it's like, look, thanks for the invitation. Can I come back next week? And they're like, dude, why are you asking? Like, this is just us hanging out, man. If you want to come, come. And I was like, oh, you know, oh, this is your thing, but thanks you know, thanks for the invite. I'll see you again. Yeah. And, you know, that started this, this extension of this social circle within this really minute, uh, this, this really unique hobby. And, um, you know, we, we'd start flying together on a Thursday night. Then race days would come up, come on, boys, come along. And they'd be like, oh, we're not too sure. And we're like, look, dude, it's just this, just bigger. You know, mm-hmm. it's out, it's outdoors and there's more of us. Instead of only being 10, there's 40 people. You'll have a great time. And, you know, Artie came along and and would fly and a few of the other boys. And, you know, thus started this this really cool friendship of, of mixed personalities. And as the sport started to to grow, particularly locally, you know, we had more clubs pop up, Newcastle, Central Coast, Canberra, um, you know, Adelaide, the Gold Coast, Townsville. So all these factions and affiliates sort of popped up along the way and, you know, the network started to grow. Then we had what was called the Australian Open. So basically a, a, um, a national event that was a qualifier to go overseas and race against other countries. So this is a global sport. Right. And you know, we, we we traveled down to Picton for a three day event where you literally, you know, practice on one day, qualifying on the second, and then racing on the last day. And you know, you they flew in commentators from overseas. And, you know, the, the world's best pilot at the time was racing. He's from Melbourne. And, you know, through this shared experience, it was just it was just phenomenal, you know. It was, mm. it was, it had all the highlights and adrenaline of motorsport without the risk of injury to us, you know. And that was the attraction as well, you know. We'll get this adrenaline rush through racing. Without, you know, if I crash, I'm not going to break my elbow. And that was that was something that became a real common thread when we were talking to people that were joining the hobby. You know, why have you got involved? I used to race go-karts, I used to race motorbikes, I I used to be a a track cyclist, all these guys that had an adrenaline desire, but just realized that if you come off and hurt yourself, you, you can't work, you can't make money, you can't support your family. So we needed to divert energy elsewhere. Just through exposure and time, this 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 friendship emerged, and we saw little opportunities together as we were going. And as chance had it, I worked in Matraville where Eora was, and he had a factory where he worked in Botany, which was literally the next suburb. And you know, we uh, one you know he would knock off early on a Thursday afternoon, for example, and he'd, he'd come around to the gym, and he we'd just stand around and talk and. I reckon about a week of, a week of niceties of me, you know, I would normally train at four o'clock in the afternoon to come through a chat and I'd stand outside and chat and not train. And after a week, I was like, Jay, I love you, mate. And I really love that you're here, but I tell you what, if you're going to come and have a chat at four o'clock, you've got to train. And he quickly he did a one eighty and walked off. And I was like, Oh fuck, I've just upset this guy, you know? And w- we had a, we had a good friendship, but it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't this closeness that that we have now. And early walked, days, friendship. Mate, he walked away to his car and I walked inside. I was like, oh, Maddie, you fucking asshole. Like, you know, this guy's come over for work. You've been chatting every afternoon. We're looking at exploring avenues for business around radio controlled wings and a few other things. Yeah. Again, different to the fitness industry. And he walks off and I walk inside. And the boys I'm training with are all, you know, special forces and police and, and shift workers, you know. So it, it, I'm going to say the alphas of the alphas of the gym. I'd keep, I usually keep them away from the, the class. And, you know, these boys are are, are pretty jovial and and full of energy. And he walks out and they're like, where's Jay? And I said, I walked off. I I said, if he wanted to talk, he had to train. And all of a sudden, Jay walks back in with a pair of gym shorts and his work shirt. And he says, right, what have I got to do? And I was fucking floored. You know, Jay's not a fitness guy in any, you know, in any way. He's a kite surfer historically. Um, and had a little bit to do with uh, ice hockey as a young man but as far as you know gym traditional gym and particularly CrossFit mate he'd never been exposed to it beyond seeing what I would do for work and he's like mate just teach me what I got to do and to his credit mate he fucking showed up every day every day at four o'clock he was there in his in his gear and he did that first session and he you know you'd go through that, that on-ramping process, you know, he, yeah. he, he didn't become a member. He just became part of the community. And, you know, what are we doing today? All right. Well, it's, it's international chess day, bro. It's Monday. So we're going to do bench press and then we're going to do blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we'd have the workout up on the board and we had our bullshit that we did for for 90 minutes and, you know, the session would be halfway through and there's Jay in the corner hands on hips, like, Holy shit, what am I in for? Just been
0: you know? in by a truck.
1: I've just, yeah, you know, and then, you know, even his his first few workouts, you know, war balls and burpees and snatches. Oh, war balls! Remember like, getting
0: introduced to that? So the first it's, time you did war ball? Yeah, oh, the first. I'm gonna time tell you sh- a story about that.
1: <laughs> well, the, well, we'll we'll sh- we'll share the comments. So you know, he turns around and says, "You know, what's a war ball?" And we're like, "Okay, see the circle that's at the top of the rig because we uh. had a center mounted rig." And he's like, "Yep." And I said, "Okay, so you got to hold this ball." And he's like, "Yep." And I said, "You got to squat with it." He goes, "Oh, fuck, easy. I Said, "No, no, no." Then you've got to stand up again. He's like, yeah, easy. And he goes, no, no, at the top, you've got to throw it. And he goes, throw it where? And I said, to that target. He says, the little one. I said, no, no, the, the higher one. He's like, oh, okay. He goes, how many times? And I said, well, he said, just throw it once. I said, no, no, you got to do it again. He's like, all right, how many? And we were doing, we were doing a Karen split, which is a minute on, minute a minute on oh, with a break. Karen. And I said, we've got to do 150 of them. And he's like, you fucking what? And I yeah, said, you've got to do
0: pardon me? (laughs) Yeah.
1: And he's like, and, you know, and, and a really dry. Oh
0: dear.
1: 150. And I said, yeah, but I, and he goes, okay, that's, that's shit. And I said, yeah, I said, but every minute you've got to stop and do something else. And he's like, what? (laughs) And, you know, three, two, one, the timer goes there's Doof in the background or there's whatever aggressive music that's going on in the background for the boys and the girls that are there. And, Uh you know Jay's in the corner you know hands on knees red-faced looking at us like you guys are just insane this is madness and you know we'd finish the workout and you know Jay how you doing oh shit I'm at you know 55 you know he didn't stop and you know end of the day it's all done and he he sits on the couch he sits on the, the one of the chairs we had there I think we had a couch there at that stage and Head in his hand and he didn't move for two hours. And I thought, oh my gosh, I've broken this guy. You know, God bless him. He's he's showed up day three. We're doing this ridiculous, you know, volume workout that that is just, I'm gonna say, the norm for for the people that we were training with. And what, you know, he, he got up and I, bro, you know, an hour later, he's like, mate, I think I'm gonna go home. I feel like I can drive now. And he went off and the guys that were there, it's like, is Jay okay? And I said, oh, look, I, I think so. We'll, we'll see about tomorrow. You know, we go about our da- a night, finish it off. And look, he turned up the next day. And just through that repeat exposure of each other and I suppose his commitment, we, we discovered that we had this bond of, of, of you know, movement, music. And, and I suppose just attachment to good people, you know, like we both enjoy sharing time with nice people and and sharing people, that we, sharing time with people that can teach us something and, or, you know, help us grow as, as, as individuals. And we got to, you know, COVID 2020, you know, it's to, to March 2020 and the gym had been closed down with COVID and, at this stage, Jay was still turning up every afternoon to train, and and you know we got closed. And he said, "Mate, I just I'll pop in and just see you every afternoon to make sure you're okay." You know, he couldn't. We couldn't train together. We weren't allowed to open. And he just show up, and we have these counselling sessions every night. And you know, I was doing a couple of Zoom classes, and you know, we pivoted to digital really fast. And he said to me, "Mate," he said, "You're, you're broken." And I said, "Mate, I'm 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 devastated." You know, everything I've worked for you know, and sacrificed has literally just been tossed out the toilet. You know, we, we didn't know when we were going to open again. It was a new business model completely having experience in digital presentation, uh, sorry, video presentation earlier on in my fitness career gave me a leg up that most gyms and trainers didn't have. And he said to me, mate, you know, what's the one thing that you really enjoy? And I said, mate, I, 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 I really, really love the creativity of, of what I was doing in the, the group fitness realm with indoor cycling. And he said, well, why don't you do it again? And I said, mate, I don't fucking know how to do that shit online. And he just stood there and in, in a very Jason way, he just laughed and he laughs just did this big belly laugh and threw his head back. And he's like, you're joking, aren't you? And he's like, you know that you run drone rate at this stage, I was running events and he says, you know, that you run events using all the technology that you need to do live streams. And I was like, yeah. And he says, and you're the commentator for the Australian national event that has a hundred pilots in it. And he, I said, yeah. And he says, well, you know how to talk on a microphone, you know, how to engage an audience. Why don't we just do it? And I was like, mate, yeah, maybe. And he says, how quickly do you think you can get something together? And I said, well, mate, I'm only doing, you know, three zoom classes a day, 6am, 12 and, and 5.30. And I said, look, give me a week. Let me see what I can come up with. And even in my CrossFit time, I was still playlisting everything. Everything I hear goes into a list somewhere and, it, it's it's something in my psyche that i I've, I've done forever you know i like cataloging cataloging things often it's based on my emotion than anything else and 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 how i feel about things so i have a playlist that's high energy this or it might be you know i've got a playlist that's called this is the shit you know when you feel <laughs> them that when when you feel like you're the bomb i've got a playlist that says this is the shit and it's just stuff that makes me feel like i'm 30 feet tall mm-hmm. and um he said to me, "All right, well, let's let's keep talking about it and see what happens." Me being me, you know, back home doing the internet stuff of a night time, or having a quick Google, and Jay doing his, he's like, "Mate, you know, have a look at this, have a look at this, have a look at this." And I was like, "Dude, this looks kind of cool. How do we get started?" And I was like, "I've I've got no money. We're we're broke. You know, I've I've all my spare cash is gone in keeping the business afloat. Memberships are turned off because of the legislation around being open. So we had to turn things off if we weren't." necessarily offering what we were. All my equipment was out. So I couldn't train. I literally had a spin bike in on a weightlifting platform. That's all I had left and a pull-up rig. And so I was like, okay, so I created this little, you know, 45 minute class. And he's like, you know, what do you think? And I said, what are you thinking? And I said, look, for me, music is visual. You know, I'm, I, I can see lights colors and shapes when I listen to things. It's a very, Um, uh, very emotive thing for me as far as music. And that's a throwback to being a raver back in a raver kid, you know, standing in the middle of those warehouses with lights, lasers, smoke shows and lights everywhere and 10,000 other people just having a great time. Won't talk about the other stuff, but it was an amazing experience. And I said, I'd love to be able to bring that to life because you know, people haven't seen that before. And I'd like to be able to share what's inside my head. And he's like, dude, all right, go for it. So, you know, I spent a week learning how to cut video on, uh, on um, what's the, the Apple uh, iMovie, I, you know, I had, had a, had a MacBook, and I was like, okay, well let's, here's the music. Let's see if I can get something that sort of fits this, this feeling and emotion that I've got in my head and uh, jumped on social about a week later. I've been writing it in the gym. You know, I had a, a $30 led light that I bought from Bunnings that used to flash to the, the beat of the music in the gym. And I was like, it was such a good energy. You know, I'd be in there after dark, you know, and I'd have my own, you know, one man party, music blaring in the gym, door down, lights flashing in the corner. I'm full of adrenaline. I'm heavy breathing, covered in sweat going, this is awesome. Like, I just want to share this with everybody. And, you know, I did this little clip one night that was like, guys, I've got something coming for you. I can't wait to share it. If you love indoor cycling or group fitness and you're a bit lost or you're wanting to just do something different, connect to us next Friday night. You'll have a great time. Again, had no idea what I was doing or where we were going. I literally just threw it out to the universe and said, this is where we're going to be. If you want to come and see what's going on and come and hang out for an hour, we're in lockdown. We couldn't do anything. Come along. Created this channel on Twitch, which was a gaming platform that seemed to be the best option for the best experience for us to push out to the world and um, set up a, a $30 webcam on a, on a piece of Dow had a, another piece of Dow and conduit that we put together with uh, $3 worth of LEDs that I managed to flog off one of my old drones that would light my face and said, Jay, you know, what else do we need? And he's like, look, you probably need a, we need some sort of a computer to send this out and, you know, we jumped onto uh um what's it called facebook marketplace and saw this you know old desktop computer that was $150 that had a spec that was like well, something that we could use and jay said bro this is really good value this will get us a start so that's the computer there and you know we get to this friday night i've done a little bit of social media stuff having been in the industry the fitness industry for some time we um we, uh, we shared it to you know, my community, I guess, and said, look, come along. Nobody had any idea what Twitch was. Um, none of my CrossFit guys had any idea what group cycling was in the sense <laughs> of, as far as an attachment to me, you know, it was very yeah, much, yeah, a, yeah. it was a past I hadn't shared really that that was what I'd spent 10 years doing before. And we, we pushed play on Twitch and mate we had 45 people tune in on this, to this Twitch stream, you know, there that I am. Won day one mate we had 45 people tune in and a whole bunch of people that I'd never met before I'd only connected through chatting on on social media and you know we did this this experience of, of, of a state of ride and that was sort of like a tip of the hat to the, the state of trance um, concerts and podcasts from our.
0: I was wondering if where that that if that was where it came from.
1: Yeah, it was. A, it was just a, basically a, a show of respect a and a yeah. nod to to probably the be, one of the best um, trance music and dance music producers of all time. You know, yeah. I'm I'm a huge fan, and
0: It'd be hard you know, to argue against that. I yeah, I don't know who else you'd put up there. To be quite honest, I mean, trance is not my big thing.
2: Mm.
0: I'm like, I can appreciate trance. I'm a techno boy.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. yeah. So. Yeah.
0: I, I still love trance, don't get me yep. wrong. I mean yep. but Ar- Armin has to be the man. Like I can't think of anyone else I'd put up there. But it's not really my discussion. It's not my area. So
1: Yeah. Well, look, there's a there's a the the, the genre is is great, but what it's broad what yeah, it's so broad. But what what really drew me into that attachment was the experience. You know, mm. you've got these guys that have have a talent have a skill set they're able to create emotion through not only what you hear but what you see and you know having been part of that culture during my late teens early 20s and and 30s was that you know they were able to extrapolate so much of what they felt here and here and were able to show it on mass whether people were in you know in the same club whether they're in a stadium or whether they're watching online you know it's it's still for me because i love i love this the experience you know it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it and, I, and i've travelled look i travelled to amsterdam to follow a, a dj or to to follow dj though for a little while okay. you know we went to we literally flew and travelled europe just to see one of his live concerts in um, in copenhagen so uh, sorry i lied it was hasselt in belgium so you know, it was sort of the, the culmination of of that experience in my head going, how do we small scale it to be able to fit onto this? And, you know, we pushed that first one out. We had 40 odd people on the the live stream and, you know, th- through the chat feature, people were like, how do I, how do we pay for this? And it was like, fuck, I had no idea. We did it for free. You know, there was no paywall. There was no sign up and be a member. There was no, hey, if I do this, will you come along? It was just like, I'm going to be here at 7.30 on Friday night. I'd love to see you. And that was pretty much how the first post went, you know, we'll be here doing a stator ride. It'll be something you've never seen before. And I did a little bit of sort of self-promotion to say, you know, guys, this is what I did before CrossFit. I did it for a really long time and I traveled the world to do it. So you now I'm pretty good at it. Come along. You know, you won't be disappointed. And at the end of the show, mate, my fucking, my messenger blew up people were like, how do I subscribe? How do I do this? And I was like, Holy hell! We haven't even considered this is something that I can make money from. You yeah. know, it wasn't it wasn't at the front of my mind in any way. And you know, very quickly we're scrambling at ten o'clock on a on a Friday night in my factory. You know, my, uh, April twenty-four. You know, April thirty-first because it was each week. You know, April twenty-four. We're sitting in the factory. We've ordered takeaway pizza. I've got some beers in the fridge. We're sitting down after the show. I've had a great time. I cried when the show finished because it just had it just unlocked everything that I thought that I was wanting to achieve in that one hour. And we sat down and Jay just sat there behind, you know, we had one camera front on and we had a mobile phone we used to film the side of the bike, just Mm -hmm. so that we had a split vision. And, you know, we finished the show and we, 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 we cut the recording and sat back and I covered my face with a towel and burst into tears. And Jay sat there and he says, fuck, I don't know what you just did. And I don't know where that came from, but can we do it again? And I was just like, he, he said, he says, mate, that's I, that's the shit right there. That's me. Mm. And um, you know, we, we, we got off, we, we opened a beer, we cheesed. And then it was like, right, where to next? And Jay turned around. He says, well, next week. he said, you know, he, I said, he said, I said, sort of said, well, fuck, what do we do now? And he says, well, we're not open. The gym is not open. He says, how quickly can you produce another, another release? And I said, I can do one for next Friday. And he says, right, there we go. And, uh, you know, we, we had a feed and a laugh and, and packed down this packed down the studio, you know, one computer, one camera, one light, got the dowel off and, you know, went home at 11 o'clock and it, it, it thus started the journey of exploration mm. for us. And, um, yeah, it it's was a just a great story. It's, it's, that's definitely, that's the origin story, you know, Jay had no idea that that was something that I could do. You know, here I was saying, I'm going to ride a bike in a dark room with a flashy light. I want people to ride along at home. I can't see them. I just want them to see my video and listen to the music and have an emotional experience as they're exercising. And you know, you asked Jane, he's like, mate, you sound like a fucking madman. Like this doesn't make any sense at all. Cause again, it (laughs) wasn't in, it wasn't something he'd seen. It wasn't something we could find on the internet. You know, we've all done masterclasses with an education within the fitness industry where you have trainers come together and we've all been to concerts and, you know, that just started literally the notebooking of, you know, wouldn't this be cool? You know, we have so many conversations to this day, which is, Hey Jay, I saw this. How the fuck do we do that? And then it's like, huh? Not sure. Let's figure it out. And, and literally that where it was. And at the end of that first show, we had people reaching out. How do I pay? How do I subscribe? How do I support? How do I do this? And we were like, fuck, I don't know. So we, we jumped onto Patreon. We created a payment gateway where we could put material and say, look, I'm going to do it for free. So if you just want to show up and just be happy for an hour and share time, I love having you here. But if you love the show and you'd like to give us a little bit of support, you know, for fucking $8 a month, you can give us a bit of kudos, you know? And then we're like, okay, well, what's the next level up? So then we sort of went to $14, you know? And so we had a four and eight and a $14. And I thought that was being outrageous, out fucking rageous, you know, charging, having people. How dare you? Yeah, but it's it's funny. It wasn't it wasn't as if we said, unless you pay, you can't mm. come along. No, of course. It was, we're doing it for free. Yeah, it's an option. But if you'd like to give us some money, I'm not going to say no, because it's going to help us grow. And, you know, the first month went through, we did four shows. A week later, did a brand new show. You know, we, we discovered the camera lot. The camera was shit. You know, the frame rate was too low. It didn't like low light. Again, I had no money. So I, I, I looked through my my drawer and I found three old iPhones, and we discovered that you could hack the iPhone in order to be a web camera. so we're like, "Well right, we'll do that. it doesn't cost us anything. I just needed to buy some phone cords." Anyway, week two, the camera was fucking a thousand percent better because we used a an, an, an iPhone X, which had a cracked screen. you know it was completely fucked, but the camera worked anyway. Did the live stream, mate. We had, we had the same 45 people. And then a few other people jumped on board. They're like, how do we pay, you know, <laughs> did this experience and, and <laughs> shut up know, and
0: take my money. We, we
1: wrapped up the show and, you know, Jay's got a grin on his face and he's, you know, he's like, dude, I think there's something in this. Let's, let's mm-hmm. not stop, you know, and Jay being an engineer and just being a tech guy, you know, he, he loves the tech side. We, we, he would go home of a of a weekend and of a night time, and you know we'd chat through online. He's like, oh, I've discovered that I can do this, and it's like, yeah, cool, man. It went way above my head, and I said, look, dude. He'd say, oh, would you mind if I tried this? And it would be like, could I try a different camera angle? Look, we try that. And I said, mate, I have no idea about this side of the the universe. So, how about we agree? I've got a skill set that's this to there you've got a skill set that's this to there let's just you know the show is literally the crossover and he's like are you cool with that and I went yeah absolutely now at this stage Jay's not on camera people knew who he was because I would reference him through social but nobody knew what he looked like nobody knew what he sounded like four months later oh sorry three months later gyms reopen members come back into the gym and You know, we've had 12 weeks of live streaming every week, live production, not pre produced, it's live. We had cameras shit themselves, we had audio fail, we had computers crash where we'd have to restart. And it was all part of the charm because, you know, nobody left the stream. You know, people that knew us were just like, dude, you're trying something new in that window of time, you know, body bike, um, Australia, who was uh, the distributor for a bike that's made in Denmark. And I've been a fanboy for most of my career reached out and said, we love what you're doing. And I was like, Oh, well, thanks heaps. And at that stage I had a red bike and it didn't look very good on camera. So I rang up, you know, the, the operations manager and said, Hey bro, I, can I change the color of my bike? And he's like, yeah. And I, I said, how much would it be? And he says, Oh, 45 bucks and and you're good to go and I was like fuck yeah all right well can I place an order ring me when you when you need payment he's like yeah no problem anyway hang up the phone a couple of days later this fucking thing arrives and it's a package with a a new cover and some other parts and he says you know there's your there's your, your bits that you wanted and I rang up and said mate I haven't paid he says no nah, we'd like to give it to you because you're doing something we haven't seen before and, and these guys are in the industry and and up to date with indoor cycling and I was floored, you know, I was genuinely speechless. I had a tear in my, I'm an emotional guy. The best of times I wear my heart on my sleeve and I, I had a little tear in my and I said, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I don't expect it, but I'm, I'm really grateful. Thank you. And they're like, no, no, just, just do us a favor. And he said, just keep doing you. And I was like, okay, I promise. And, you know, Jim comes back, we're back to, you know, limited capacity, 10 people in my space. And that's, that was crippling, you know, that was at 50% capacity, uh, operating Mm -hmm. capacity, you know, money was really fucking hard grants were hard dealing with landlords were hard, Um, you know, managing uh, relationships was uh, was challenging and I don't mean it in a bad way I just mean it was different you know it was a different experience my my queen is a hairdresser she's got a hairdressing salon so she was feeling the same impact of, of business suffering at that time and you know I've got a four-year-old boy and and with my ex and, and we have a really good relationship and what I'm happy with is we developed just this real niceties through that that strange time you know i had my creative outlook uh, my creative outlet that allowed me to explore a bit more of my feeling and express them so that i I had, had this real balanced nature about myself and now we got to we got to sort of august and and whatnot and we're doing this show every friday night by this stage we had a substantial patronage that was allowing us to buy more equipment believe it or not so each week we again 7:30 friday night like fucking clockwork we were on you know we push it out to twitch for free the fucking we'd have 50 60 viewers we'd have an extra patron every week and you know i'd do the report on a sunday to say Jay, you never believe it we've got three more subscribers and he's like fuck off i'm like yeah we've got three more he's like how many is that now i said i don't know like 26 and he's like fuck off I'm like, yeah, we got like, you know, nearly 30 people paying us voluntarily for this product. And he was just floored. And I'm like, all right, well, we've got a couple of hundred bucks. What do we buy? You know, it's like, well, you know, we need this, this, and this, this would be nice. And I was like, okay. you know, So, you know, with what monies we were making from the live stream, we were like, okay, well, let's buy another set of headphones. Let's get another light. And as we sort of got to August, September, you know, I'm, a, I'm loading my car every week with all my computers that were at home with the, the, the computer we had. And, you know, I've got fucking light bars and I've got disco lights and smoke machines and just bullshit. You know, like I, I, the, I walked into a DJ store and he's like, well, are you performing? I went, Oh, kind of, you know, i got an indoor cycling live stream. He's like, what's that? Showed him a clip and he's like, fuck, I haven't seen anything like that before. I was like, dude, I'm glad you said that because neither have we. You know, rang Jay. and I said, Jay, I've got $35 left of our budget for the month. And he's like, yeah. And I said, can I buy a smoke machine? And he just fucking laughed. And he's like, what <laughs> do you want a smoke machine for? And I said, why, why not? not? You know, that was that was the answer. You know, it's not like a do we need it. It's like, yeah, let's do it. So I bought this smoke machine. Friday night, four o'clock, we train in the afternoon or 4.30, the boys had come in to train and girls would come in to train. I had other coaches doing Friday night's work so that I didn't have to. We've got a weightlifting platform near the door. I've got the bike in the middle. Yes. I'm opening up the car and all you know, this shit's coming out. There's cables and computers. And you know, we had these 1.5 meter fucking light bars come out. And my members are like, what the hell are you guys doing? You know, because they weren't necessarily tuning into the live stream because it wasn't, sure. it's not their thing. And, you know, we we get through this point. I'm having a great time. We've got subscribers. Next minute, we've got instructors saying, Hey. I'd like to teach this in a club. How do I get access to this stuff? You know, I hang up the phone and I'm said to Jay, I said, Jay, this feels like deja vu. Like this is what happened to a program that I did 15 years before. And he's like, yeah. And I said, well, I've got instructors that now want to teach a state of ride in a club. And he's like, dude, that's so cool. And I said, it's all in here. I said, everything that I say is in my head. I don't script anything. It's all ad libbed. And he's like, Oh, you better start writing it down. Like typical Jay fashion. is just like, well, you better fucking start keeping notes. You know, there's a whole bunch of notebooks just here. And that's all of my, my choreography and my plans and the stuff that I say and things that I, my connective tissue, I guess, with the skeleton of the program, you know, did a quick thing. Hey guys, you know, release number, whatever. There's some choreography, mate. Like, you know, like, um, like flies on stink, you know, they turned around and, you know, Oh, great. You know, how do we pay? How do we buy this? And I'm like, Shit, I haven't even thought of that. I was going to give it away. You no, know, no, no. Let us, let us, let's, let us pay for it. So we created this instructor tier, you know, $40 a month. We give you access to music that you can stream legally. Um, I give you my notes and, go forth and teach, you know, go and have a great time. And, you know, that was the next bump up, you know, there we were, we, we shut the stream down and Joe like, Holy shit. Now we're producing content that's being used in health clubs. This is phenomenal. Had some friction uh, professionally in the, in the box, uh, particularly around landlords and rental agreements and stuff. And I had a, a pretty serious chat by this stage. I'd been a CrossFit affiliate for nine years and, you know, having lost savings and having really, really questioned why I was still doing it, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, had a had a pretty deep heart to heart to my 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 missus and said, "Look, I don't think I've got the passion to rebuild." And she's like, "What do you mean?" And I said, "Look, nine years, you know, it was very, it was thriving. You know, the business is doing okay now, but." I just don't wanna give good money to people that are undeserving and good effort to people that are undeserving. And I, I wasn't referring to my members. It was more no, the, of the, no. the, it was the professional network, you know, through my landlord that I, I had to deal with, you know, that was my biggest outgoing. And I was lucky enough to have uh, uh, got myself a structure that if I chose at post COVID, um, uh, initial post COVID legislation to say, you know, I think the pandemic was meant to be over in November, ironically. And um, I got a clause in my contract that said that I could, based on financials, I could exit my lease a year early if I saw that there was no way out. And I sort of crunched the numbers and I was like, look, I could keep doing what I'm doing, but it's, it, it's not bringing me the satisfaction that it used to pre, um, you know, for a whole multitude of reasons. And, you know, I sat down with Jay and I said, Jay, I think I want to do a state of ride full time. And he near fell over and he said, that is the best fucking thing I've ever heard come out of your mouth. He says, I'm so excited. And I'm in, he said, can I be part of it? And I said, Jay, I wouldn't do it if you weren't part of it. And, you know, as, uh, as the story goes, we sort of, you know, I sent my letter off to the landlord and, you know, polished it up, polished up a turd and just said, you know, um, uh, you know, I don't see this being a, a viable relationship ongoing, you know, thank yeah. you for your, thank you for your support of me personally over the last nine years i've had a really good life um however it's time for me to 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 pass the baton to someone else and the the reality conversation that i had with myself was i just saw myself as not being valuable for the crossfit community anymore you know i i I've seen so many business owners in, in many spaces stay for too long. You know, that champion that's, that did one too many fights, you know, that football player that played one too many seasons, you know, they, they get an injury or they just lose their heart and all their, mm-hmm. all their um, legacy is lost in a poor performing final moment. And, you know, I'm not saying that I was a high achiever, but I I had enough success that I had a good life and I had a great community and a good brand. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave when it's high. Did this video to my members, you know, eyes full of tears. Um, You know, our final day will be, uh, you know, uh, October 24 and uh, we'll be closed on the 31st. And, you know, all of my members reached out you know, shit, why all my coaches reached out, you know, what can we do to keep this going? Can we buy in? Can we support? And I said, look, happy if you want to take over, but it's it's not something that I want to necessarily do. You know, it's time for me to pass the baton to somebody, you know, better and brighter that will be the better advocates for, for health and fitness performance in this space. You know, we had some great affiliates within the suburb and surrounding areas. And I just thought, you know what? rather than be the guy that it's, uh, that's tired and cranky and reluctantly showing up for work, leaving when it's good and just letting my members experience be positive on the way out. You know, I I've seen gyms close where their members as they wrap up fucking hate the owner, you know, and detest the last two, three months, you know, even the last week. And I didn't want that to be me, you know? Um, And uh, yeah, we, we, we wrapped up, well, I wrapped up the gym, and um was going into this fucking unknown you know i'm going to be 100% digital i'm going into the creation space and i'm going into the live stream space and i'm going into the live indoor cycling production space again super niche um uh super unique and fucking unknown mm-hmm. and you know did the, the the sell on the gym or sold all my equipment off you know paid off what debt that i had as far as rent refer, uh, deferrals and shit and Went home with this sigh of relief, going, oh well, you know, shit, we've 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 done it. You know, I've I've wrapped up the gym and I've closed a chapter. In that interim, I'd moved house from from uh, the eastern beaches to North Rocks, which is at Borkham Hill, out uh, near Borkham Hills. And, you know, it's a real tree change. You know, I was living on the water in in Little Bay and now I'm I'm in the bush and in this space, I've we've built a TV studio. And I was like, well, fuck, up. if I'm going in, I'm all in, you know, and Jay would come over through the week and he'd come over on the weekend and we'd be like, right, here's the space. Let's see what we can do. And, you know, we would we, jump back online every Friday night. And it was different. You know, the, the, the mindset was different. Both of us had had a good six months of just not mucking around, but just learning it and learning each other and honing skills that we both had and um yeah it's 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 been one of those things where understanding jay's value and where his value proposition is for himself but also his personality and then me having mine it's such an enjoyable space you know I've, i've it's a friendship that wouldn't have been about if something you know, something so unique and so random for us to connect to sort of come into this space. That's completely different for both of us from where, it, from where we were when we started. And, you know, now we've got this, you know, 90 minute live stream that happens every week. We, we create, you know, a new release every month with three variations of program. And, you know, we've got, as I said, Jason engineer. So we've got motion cameras and motion lights and, you know, a camera's on him. We have this pre-show, you know, all this stuff that you watch on YouTube and, and Instagram with these YouTube stars. And you're like, Oh fuck, I could never do that. I've got nothing to talk about. And the reality is neither do we, we don't have anything to talk about, but what we have is a friendship. And you know, what we have is a shared common, you know, and we have a few shared commons, but you know, come Friday night, showtime, I put my headphones on. Now I can't hear anything else, but what I hear through the computer when Jay sits in this chair, I can only hear him. So we have this really odd dynamic where we go into this closed bubble. You know what I mean? Like I'm a cone of silence. A hundred percent. It's, it's nearly like we have this direct connection to each other and, you know, we've got a relatively large house, you know, animals inside and, 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 and the fam and whatnot. So, you know, at 630, when we're starting to get ready, you know, I'm getting amped up for the show and Jay's probably still doing his thing. And, you know headphones go on I go into my universe of getting dressed and heart rate monitors and shit like that and I just I said to him one day I said Jade can we push out a bit early and he's like well and I said oh I just think it'd be fun let's just see what happens so at seven o'clock one night we push out early and thus started this you know pre-show debacle of just us being us you know it's just it's raw you know it's 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 the conversation of oh shit where's my shoes you know and i say that most weeks it's like where's my bloody shoes you know i've got to hide them from the animals so they don't chew them yeah, of you know or then it's like hey and then jay's like oh shit we haven't turned on so <laughs> we started to give access we, what we what we've sort of done is unlocked access to us that's beyond the really refined yeah 40 45 second clip on
0: social media it's that you know? behind it's- the scenes thing right that mm. like, people want to connect at that level that's previously unheard of there's so much polish right there's so much bullshit it's like this when we had a conversation what last week yeah and you said to me mate you like talking to people why aren't you fucking talking to people yeah and then here we are Mm. and no I'm sitting in my little office I've got I was like what am I going to do with my dog she's just down here (laughs) she has not moved for for an hour she's happy as a pig in poo right she's just got a little patch of sun so like I'm listening to your story, thinking to myself, all of the shit that could have got in your way if you had to let it, and you were just like, "Fuck it, there's a way around this, right?" Mm-hmm. And it's true for fucking everyone at some mm-hmm. point. At some point, it's fucking amazing. Like, so
1: it was, you know, like the the, the hurdles to overcome with, with 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 creating anything and and following passion. You know, I, I called it my passion project, um, mm. in my sp- my personal, you know, uh, flicking back to the music. I said that I cataloged all of my music and Mm -hmm. I have, I have a few years back when I was still deep in, in CrossFit. Again, I had this, this creative boredom, you know, I was still creating workouts, but it lacked, it just lacked an emotion that I really enjoyed from exercise and from fitness and from group fitness. And so I created what was called Velo, which was uh, Velo. I remember that. Yeah, so I only, yeah. Did, I only did four, but, yeah, I, but I, had, I had 30-odd instructors get involved and start teaching, and I wasn't even teaching at that stage. It was just I've got a skill set, fucking, you know, go forth and enjoy. Yeah. And, you know, in that, in that sort of uh, mindset, I created what was called the, um, uh, what did I call it, uh, Project Phoenix, um, the Phoenix, you know, the, the, mm. the rises from the, ashes, Rise from the ashes, you know, and, and that's what it's called. I, I I went to Fiverr. I paid, you know, a lovely gentleman 20 bucks to do a logo that was called project Phoenix. And I just parked it on some of my content privately, you know, nobody could see it. I didn't share it. It was for me. And, you know, started to populate this thing that I had no idea what it was at the time. And, you know, we we looked at, or sorry, I, I sort of looked at you know what what challenges that we were facing and what challenges I was facing personally. You know, shifting of careers, uh, lack of money, lack of uncertainty in the world, balancing the relationship and the the influx of time that you have. You know, there's nothing like lockdown. To tell you whether you like your partner and kids as much as you say that you do.
2: Yeah. And um,
1: yourself. And yourself. Actually, that's probably the most important one. You know, are you comfortable who you are? Yeah. And it, it it can highlight some really huge things that unless you learn how to hold them just for a little while to process, they can fucking destroy you. Yeah. Um, they really can. Now I'm and not, not
0: hold on to them too tight, right? Like hold on for the as long as you need to and then let it go.
1: Yeah, look, I'm I'm not a it's it's funny. Even though what we're going to talk what we talk about and I suppose our connection most recently was it was very much a brown you know mindfulness and and that whole hearted philosophy that you have you know going all in and 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 just not bullshitting yourself and i'm not an airy fairy dude i'm 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 raw i'm very much down the line and i am what i am you know if you don't like me i'm cool with that like i'm not i'm not for everybody my crossfit gym wasn't for everybody it was for anybody but not for everyone um and I I, i i've never tried to pretend to be somebody else um you know i i will Share my love, and I'll share my 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 frustration and anger where necessary. You know, it's it's. Uh, I don't have a filter. What, what it's, what's what's the, the the phrase? I'm unapologetically me. Um, and I suppose just having that, you know, having that 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 time with myself, having that time with a very limited amount of people. You know, four months with only having face to face contact with you know my partner my son mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. best mate you know my mum that was it you know i had four people that i was able to have constant contact with in in real time you know and face to face and so strange we, it was,
0: because we're not we're not used to it are we like we're not built for that
1: we're not built, we're not built to be alone. You know, we're not built to be in ship. We're not. Yeah. we are Yeah. community, animals. you know, we're community animals. We're tribal, you know, tribal. the, the reason, the reason why brands work so well, Nike, Adidas, F45, fucking CrossFit, um, you know, Les Mills.
0: Seth Godin really did that ages ago, like 10 years ago. I said so. that book tribes just, just laid it all out. How yeah. That works. Yeah. He even, he even referenced Glassman. Yeah, for Glassman. In yeah, the book. yeah. That's right. That's why it works, right? Like, yeah, people and want to belong.
1: People want to feel that they're part of something, and 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 even at that stage, I felt like wanted to be part of something, but I didn't know what. And <laughs> you know, as I said, faced with the adversities and challenges, you know, you know, financially, emotionally, and personally. You know, I had to dive into a little bit of development on myself, you know, yeah. it was getting some, getting some, some counseling or, or, or getting some psych work done or or doing this, that, and the other. And, you know, as a 40 year old man, that's fucking hard to do, you know, to, to ring up your GP and say, I, I want to come in and have a chat. You know, you're walking in, you're like, Hey, I'm at this really strange time of my life. Everything's okay, but I just want to, I, I don't know, you know, you, you just something- get that- yeah it's it's that it's that scratch at the back of your throat you know i had exactly
0: the same experience Mm. exactly Mm. this like i went and saw my gp yeah and did the same thing can i get a mental health plan yeah yeah just i just want to talk to someone Mm. like i'm i'm not depressed i'm not anxious
1: yeah yeah
0: uh i've always had a coach or a mentor but none of those people understand mental health in the in the way i want to investigate it i went and saw someone locally and it was an okay experience but i didn't get what i needed out of it and mm. and i was like hmm okay so i get more out of this kind of a conversation right where i can go ah oh, okay you've said something that i can i, I can take and i can use mm-hmm. fortunately the guy i went and saw is like there's no process and i think I, I get the feeling that he saw me and he's like there's nothing wrong with you why are you here
2: mm-hmm.
0: but I, i'm like well i wouldn't be here if i didn't have the feeling that i needed it yeah 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 so it was this it was this dichotomy and now that i work in this mental wellness space i like if you come if you come in there's something to talk about or else you wouldn't be here like it's like you don't go to a dentist unless you have to go to a dentist right yeah
2: yeah, yeah.
0: and some of this, some people don't have that ability to go and talk to someone yeah yeah. Or they don't want to expose that part of themselves to the people that are closest to them. So they need to have that conversation somehow. Me, on the other hand, I don't give a fuck. I'll talk to everyone. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. How deep yeah. do you want to go, day one?
2: <laughs> you know you to...
0: Yeah. Like my mum used to say to me, she used to go, mate. I need to be honest with you. You just don't tolerate fools.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I think that was her way of saying, like, when people are superficial, you've got no time for them.
2: Mm.
0: Like, because I'm like, okay. Hi, I'm Adam. Uh, let's deep dive now. You know, like straight down. Let's yep. not wait. I don't care what you do for work. Yeah. I don't care who you think. Uh, who are you? But 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 who are you really?
2: Hmm.
0: Like like what do you love? Yeah. What's what's great? What's great about you? And people like some people like uh, no. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go get a beer now. <laughs> See you later. And some yeah. dudes go. Some dudes go. Oh, oh. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. All right, let's have a chat.
1: Yeah. I, I guess something that really drew me to this this path, this journey. I'm, again I'm using words that I can hear myself saying, going, Who the fuck are you? You know, like <laughs> I, I call yeah, but
0: that's the trap, right? That's the getting in your own way bullshit.
1: Yeah, absolutely absolutely. And I don't mean it in a bad way. Like no, no, no. You know, the, the, the the language that I I, I used purpose purposefully at the beginning of a state of ride was experience, you know, it Mm. wasn't a session. It wasn't a live master. Well, I told it a masterclass, because I'm using it for education purposes yeah, for yeah, the yeah. industry, but well, people you know,
0: understand that now.
1: It was a, it was it was an experience, yeah. and yeah. people are like, "Why have you called it an experience?" I said, "Because you've never seen anything fucking like it." And just hold Styling. on, yeah, you know, and exciting. a little bit of and a little bit of that's me being a bit cocky because I mean, I'm should, me man, again, yeah. just being unapologetically me. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. dude, you've not seen shit like this before. You've seen stuff similar, but I'm gonna blow your fucking mind, you know. And oh, mate, I didn't expect it Friday.
0: Like, I, I know. <laughs> your energy levels I'm like, uh, oh. before before covid oh fuck it would have been years ago well before covid when i popped into sydney i'm like let's go get a cuppa and yeah, four bro. hours four hours later i'm like <laughs> in, mate, in, Matty, in we're Sur- still here
1: in surrey hills i think it was mate but yeah, like
0: you know but that's and, it right like and and still knowing your energy mm. and i doled into this thing going all right there's gonna be a light show because <laughs> you because you'd, you'd show me the studio yeah what the fuck's going on here yeah i couldn't, I couldn't take my eyes off and I was sitting, having a cuppa watching it. I'm not on a that's bike. That's perfect. That's I'm perfect. i having a cuppa too. Mm-hmm,
2: and mm-hmm. my
0: wife looks at it and she goes, yeah, okay. She just walks off. She's like, what are you watching?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: She just walks off.
1: And, and it's one of the, it, and, and it was sort of, so good. It was one of those things where that's what we wanted. You know, I, and, and I say we, because it's, it's, it's a collective now, you know, three, three or so months ago. Um, oh, I might've been a bit longer. I said to Jay, Hey, Jay, I want you to be on camera for a bit. And he's like, what? And I said, I want you to be on camera. I said, I said, I I want people to see who you were, you know? And I remember I do my, you know, at the end of each show, I, I, I say, thank you to a lot of people, you know, and, and I did that at the end of show one, you know, end of show one, I in, in the post show, you know, the, the, the final song goes through, we black out, we open back up what I call the handy cam. And, and again, trying to create an intimacy, you know, digital is very difficult. And I'll, 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 I'll chat, you know, I'll, I'll mention that as we go, but I I'd turn the camera around, you know, I had a, a, a the, the, shitty iPhone four, which was my handy cam. And I do my, you know, blah, 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 blah. Thanks very much. I'd be like, yeah. look, before we get started, I'd flip it around and Jay's sitting over, you know, over there and yeah. uh, relative to me and Jay, you know, do this super excited. And I'd be like, bro, for your work, magical. Thank you, mate. I love you. You know? And then I'd go through my my gratitude of the people that have supported us from the very beginning without knowing what the fuck it was about. You know, they were just, they just went, we're in, you know, they're in emotionally, they're in financially, they're in whatever commitment that they chose to give us. It was worthy of saying, thank you. And you know, I got to this point where we, we had the show, I think in the new studio here and I said, Jay, I want, I want you to have a camera. And he's like, what? And I said, I want a camera on you. And he's like, what for? And I said, because it's fucking our show. It's not me. It's us. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: And he's like, well, okay. And then I said, but I want people to hear you. Mate, the first time I turned a microphone on, people shit themselves. He's American. They're all saying, where's his accent from? Is that what Jay sounds like? Oh my gosh. You know, like all this stuff. Yeah. People, had, people had created a connection through the digital space with somebody who I spend a lot of time with. And all of a sudden, you know, Snoopy has a voice, you know, and I I say that, you know, this is one of those things where you've got a connective, you've created a connection both ways. You know, people knew me, people started to be introduced to me if they haven't met me before, obviously the experience of a state of ride. And all of a sudden, Jay's got a voice and a face and they're like, oh my gosh, he's American. This is awesome. And, you know, we're very different. And, you know, we're different energies that again, seem to align very well. You know, he has, we have a a dryness between us that just it's, I can't put it any other way. It's just friendship. You know, it's just, it's creative commons and I'm going to say it's, it's genuine love. You know, I I love the man and I had a a lovely lady tune in from, uh, from, uh, from the United States one night and you know we go into the post show sort of gratitude and it was her first experience and she's only in the chat and she's like dude that was amazing anyway I do my 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 thanks to you know people that have given us money and thanks to those who tuned in and you know turn the camera Jay you know my best mate thank you for the work that you put in you know I love you bud and you know then I go on to thank my you know thanks to my partner T and and you know my queen for just letting me do me, you know, supporting me to sit at my computer for hours on end or be on the bike or going for walks to just find my mind. And, you know, thanking Jay's um, queen as well, Vanessa. And, you know, she messaged me privately and she says, mate, not the experience was something I'd never seen before. And I was like, you know, thank you. She says, but more importantly, she said, I've never heard another man online openly say, I love you, mate. Yep. And not enough
0: of it,
1: not enough of it, you know, and, and, and to me, it, it didn't, it didn't register how, how viable and valuable that sing, simple sentence happens to be, you know, we all say, thanks. You know, we all hang shit on each other, and it's not to say that. Don't get me wrong, Jade. I have heated conversations, like we're, we you know, as 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 mates, and as look, Jay's forty five, so I think he's the same vintage as you, to be honest. Um, Almost there, mate. I've got a month and a bit to go. Oh, sorry, but I've I've sco- I've scaled you up. Sorry, no, mate,
0: mate, I'll take forty five.
1: <laughs> so you know, he's a, he's a he's a little bit older than me, but very much you know of that same place. And you know, it wasn't normal for me to see my old man appreciate his buddies you know what i mean and not again it it was a generational thing so you know he's this stranger from the other side of the world that doesn't know me who just Mm -hmm. met us through social sharing and social validation that's all it was you know we had no connection beyond a shared common of group exercise you know i had my experience and history but we didn't know each other and for her to reach out and remark of that i was like huh okay, that's, it was really, really nice. And it wasn't something that we, we, I kept hold of for too long, but more and more people started to remark of that piece you know and and they'd make comment of it was people just say man it's it's lovely to hear you too you know and and that was another reason why we expanded the the show you know we we, we brought the camera pre-show we turned it on post-show we'd hang out through the week digitally in a, in a in a in a in a virtual spot which was literally a virtual pub you know we still couldn't go anywhere so you know how do we create this spot that was a safe place? You know and and yeah I I think I think both of us just having access to allowing that 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 feeling of gratitude that feeling of you know appreciation but also just you know I suppose for me you just never know when the end is you know like I'm not saying that I ever want things to finish and 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 things and people to depart but you know you never want to have that moment where you're like fuck i wish i wish i said i wish i told i wish i asked you know and 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 really that's that's sort of where it stemmed from you know genuine appreciation but also you know you don't get many opportunities to to really say what you feel and you don't get many opportunities to to really say what you what you think until it's too late or until it's towards the end. You know, I, I'm sure that we've all, <laughs> she's, she's for I love that spot on the bum, mate. That's really cute, bro. Oh, mate. Yeah. <laughs> give,
0: me, give me a sec, buddy. I think I just need to let her out.
1: Give me all one. good, mate. All good.
0: See, this is what's nice about just a casual conversation. I don't give a fuck if that's actually part of.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. To the
0: world, yeah. The world can enjoy five seconds of silence, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my puppy had had enough of sitting on her mat doing nothing. (laughs) She's like, she runs the place. That is. She she just sits and looks at you. Yeah. I just what 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 what? Pats. uh, (laughs) Toilet. Uh, walk. Don't say she's learned the word walk now.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So she just looks at you you, yeah. you you mentioned a word i know <laughs> and, and and i like what comes after that
1: yeah too funny mate we're, we're all um we're all creatures of repeat habit right so i mean let, oh, let's let's let, let, talk
0: my world now let,
1: let, let let's face it it's it's you know what you do once turns into what you do three times then eventually turns into habit and and that's that's in all aspects i guess so you know oh. I, maybe cats and dogs are, well, cats, not, so we've got six, excuse me. We've got six cats and three dogs within this, this household. So it's a meal times are a very busy time and a, and a great (laughs) energy within the household. Um, Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm very grateful for the fact that most of that happens before I get home from my day. Oh, but um, <laughs> but uh, look, T loves it, mate. She um, she she she's up early every morning and and doing the family thing. But yeah, look, you know, diving back to the 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 connection piece. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a buffy bloke. You know, I've got you know wildman hair and you know I'm a, a, a bit scruffy. Mate, you we kind of have the
0: silver kind
1: of look. Okay, mate, it's mine's coming through more and more as I as I as I get through. I, I get to I a started point. started early. <laughs> mate, I'm 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 grateful that I've I've still got all the hair. So I've I've much oh, to yeah. her much to her disgust. She won't um she won't let uh, sorry I won't let her cut the top. It's quite long. It goes down to my neck. But um oh yeah, there's danger there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, like just just unlocking this this appreciative piece. I think for both of us, you know, Jay could see my passion and I could see my passion come through every week. And, Mm -hmm. you know, making those adjustments, making those connections and just being unapologetically us became infectious, you know, and to the point where, you know, we were able to, when we were able to have people around, you know, we had people ring up and say, hey, can I come out and hang out with the show? You know, can we come out and spend time? and see what happens and you know we've got this we, we've now got this network of people that you know on a friday afternoon you know when we're able to visit each other's houses you know they roll in at 5 30 with you know a six pack of ciders and some food and yeah. they just they're part of the you know they're part of that infectious piece and then you know jane we go live with the broadcast and we go into our our cone of silence and our, our bubble and this dynamic you know this normal interaction for us comes through and we're 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 pushing it out to the world and I think that was that was part of our success that's been part of our success very from very early on but particularly now you know just that raw that rawness even some of the highlights that we share and I, I feel really weird we sit down and watch the show afterwards because I'm watching what he does and he's watching what I've done so during that hour and a half broadcast I'm in my lane like I've got music in my head choreography that I want to produce I'm doing physical things and I'm connecting to people through the digital space so I don't necessarily see all the things that that is happening within the show you know different cameras and lights and sequences so you know we finish the show and whoever our audience is you know behind this door you know there's another window just over here where the kitchen is and you know, they're all in there quietly, you know, watching the show on their phone or they're peeping through the window to see what happens. (laughs) And, you know, it's, it it was just this, this, this excitement and, and energy and enthusiasm that we both brought forward that shared with each other. And then this, this real, you know, fucking, can you believe we're here? You know, can you, can you believe it a $30 webcam and a $30 fucking light from Bunnings and a piece of dow with a torch on it fucking we're now in a studio that that produces this stuff and you know that all of these things coming together just meant that i wanted to keep making myself better you know and and jay wanting to make himself better and and not not self-development in the sense of you know, I want to lose five kilos or I want to stop drinking or I want to stop swearing or whatever it happens to be self-development, meaning absolute comfort for whom we are, you know, and, and not necessarily the physical, but the mental side as well, you know, how we express ourselves, how we, we talk to each other, you know, how we interact with, with our own family behind closed doors, you know, all these little things that started to, you know, ah, shit, that's really important, you know, and, even my little boy, four and a half, you know, he thinks it's Uncle Jay's TV show, not daddy's. And I love it, you know, the, uh, through the show. It's like, you know, Kai, I know that it's a bit of a late night for you, but it's Friday night and enjoy Uncle Jay's TV show. But I don't give a shit. You know, I love it. You know, he comes out and he's like, Uncle Jay, you know, put the lights on, let me dance. You know, he's, it's it's good you know, that type of stuff. Jay sits here and literally entertains a four and a half year old for 20 minutes while he gets his trucks out and dances around on the, on the floor under this, this piece. And, you know, as a father, observing that connection is fucking beautiful. You know, again, all stemmed from, you know, that that's how it started. You know, it's, 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 it was one of those things of just realizing that,
0: Kismet. Yeah.
1: Kismet. It's, it's, yeah, the, the simple, the simplest, the simplest of, 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 sorry, the most fulfilling of outcomes from the most simplest of investments and the investments, the investments in again, ourself, you know, and, and, and myself and just letting it be, you know, if it's, if it's, if it sounds wrong, You know, sorry, if it comes out wrong, it's not offensive. It's just, oh, that was the moment, you know, or uh, uh, I suppose the accountability to each other as well. You know, we know that we have a timeline each week. You know, so I've got to come to the table with my piece and Jay comes to the table with his piece. And you know what, if we come to the table with the same thing that we did last week, as far as effort, energy and commitment, it's still successful because it's coming from the right place. But because both of us, uh, we're we're thriving off each other and this friendship uh, thrives off, you know, dude, I really appreciate how much fucking effort you've put in. And I don't know, like I'm a, I'm a buffet, mate. I, I lift heavy things for a living for such a long time, you know, pick it up, put it down and repeat was, was my career. And, you know, I know what I put into my side, but I see what he, what, what is he's done within the other side of the partnership. And it's like, shit, I don't know how you do that, but it looks like it's pretty complicated. So I need to level up a little bit and thus the same happened with him. And that's, that mindset's transferred to other aspects of my life. You know, the appreciation of realizing that, you know, being a mum's fucking hard. Being a step really fucking hard. Being my mum is really fucking hard. You know, so the dynamic of the friendship that I've created through the professional um, exposure of a state of ride has taught me in a really strange way that you know the outcome of what i see with the other people in my life should be appreciated valued and acknowledged with the same um you know compassion empathy and excitement that the things that you do understand should be given you know what i mean it was sort of like uh, i yeah, I, I look at the parenting side of things, you know, I know what it's, well, I know what it's like for me to be a dad, you know, it's for what's important for me as a value. And, you know, I mean, we're in this, I'm in this experience where, you know, I have, I have a a really good relationship with my son's mum, who's, you know, in a happy relationship and a wonderful dynamic that we all get on, you know, and I've got a a, a beautiful partner that loves my son, you know, with as much, you know, Care and heart and appreciation that I could ask anybody to do so. But that in itself has its own challenges. So, you know, it's funny developing, developing appreciation f- with my best friend through my professional choices has helped me understand that, you know, running a house is fucking really hard, you know, running your own business and dealing with your, you know, that side of things. I don't understand it necessarily because I'm not in the nitty gritty of it, but realizing that holy shit, here we have a product. You know, it's not a and it's not a product like that we sell on the internet. It's a product meaning it's the fucking household or it's the it's the family barbecues that have got mum and grandma and you know cousins and whatnot around the table going, This is awesome. I'm enjoying the fruits of someone else's labor and I don't know what goes into it. So that was a really strange level up to happen so late in well I'm gonna say so late in my life, so recent. To just go, you know, be a, be be appreciative, you know, be be more. Not that I wasn't empathetic before, but just don't be afraid to say thanks, and don't be afraid to say you're welcome. You know, all these other th- without expecting anything on the backside. And yeah, I, I like where it's at. You know. The whole dynamic of my personal life, sorry, my personal and private life, you know, personal and private, are obviously two separate things very much so and, you know, my, my professional exposure, but, you know, I'm, I'm the same person across that, that spectrum, but it's just how it's all used, you know what I mean so yeah I. It's an enjoyable space, mate. It really is. You know, it's, it's, it's nice to, it's nice to be here. And, you know, we're in the depths of our second lockdown in Sydney, which is again, thrown everybody into turmoil. You know, this one feels different to last year. Very different.
0: It's a long one too.
1: Um. Well, yeah, I mean, straight off. Well, I think we're week seven now. So, you know, mm. Mrs is, you know, not working. So she's finding ways to deal with her health and happiness and, and, yep. and, and coping mechanisms, you know, we're, again, we put ourselves in a situation where we do have access to being able to walk out, you know, we've got a bushwalk into the street. So, you know, tea will disappear for a few hours now and, you know, come back this afternoon and be in a really good place. And just, I suppose allowing both time together and then time apart. You have to, you know, I mean,
0: it's, it's like, we have to find ways to adapt to the things that come up in front of us. Mm. And I, and I can, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you said that I'm going to unpack later on. Cause I'll be on a two hour walk in the bush after we mm-hmm. conclude our chit chat, mm-hmm. but it's, we can so often see what's going to get in our way, but not pass it to the opportunity. And it's like, how does, cause when the first lockdown happened here, so we had, oh, we've got two kids yep. both at school. So school's not on. Yep. So we're homeschooling. I'm not a teacher. Yeah, I mean, I, I can, you can put me in a room with 40 people and I can coach this shit out of that, but that's not teaching. <laughs> that's coaching, yeah. right? Yeah. I can sit down and I can teach people stuff I know intimately and that mm. I'm passionate about, mm-hmm. but school teaching, fuck no. Like mm. I don't want to teach maths. I don't want to teach English. Mm. I, I have no interest. You want, I'll teach jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I, I I'll teach you. I'll
1: right. teach side control. <laughs> yeah,
0: fucking, here's a hundred kilos. This is why they call this the hundred kilo side. So, I'll teach that shit because I love it. Yeah. You know, I used to love CrossFit. I could. I, I used to go to my gym. Yeah. And it wasn't work. Yeah. Like I just, I fucking lived and breathed that for the mm-hmm. I don't know, almost ten years I was involved with it. But mm-hmm. it's for that period of time, mm-hmm. and. Then you, like, you get locked down with a bunch of people. I've got, I get sidetracked by myself sometimes. But the lockdown was this interesting pressure cooker, right? This one's different. Like, we've, we only just had a week, so I'm not even going to mention. That. That's a blip. Mm-hmm. And Noosa got locked down because last time they locked down Brisbane, everyone fucked off from Brisbane and came up to Noosa. So the government just went, well, Noosa can suck it as well. Gotcha. But the, but the first time it went down, it was a pressure cooker. Like but my business stops my wife's work where she worked elsewhere stops the kids are at home Mm. we're looking at each other going right uh so there's the money thing (laughs) also but there's also uh, how do how how do we live this close because we're we've got a small house right this Mm. is the dude that built this in 78 was a fucking stoned skier awesome right awesome so it's beautiful and there's been yep. five other families through it and everyone's done a little bit so it's the quirkiest mm. fucking awesome house you'll ever be. In. Yep. but there's not a lot of space
2: yep
0: right so we're under each other's toes so what do you do with that you adapt right or you go fucking crazy and you argue and it tears you apart
2: mm-hmm.
0: so it pushed us together rather than pull us apart but everyone mm-hmm. had to work through their own shit yeah. and you don't work through anyone else's shit right you work through your own shit Mm-hmm-hmm. so what what do i have to how do I adapt to this situation yeah. for this not to go horribly wrong? And how can I enjoy it? And what can I, what can I get out of it? Yeah. Anyway, again, off on a tangent. Yeah, mate. Tangents, tangents and, are great. But, but see, that's, that was,
1: that was there's, there's something so valid. There was something so valid in that in the sense of what well, was something that I remember? I think I remember talking to you very early on when, we, when you were doing your um, – the mentorship with Frilly Jim was often often the problems that you see in others is actually a problem in yourself.
0: Oh, you know, yeah,
1: it's, it's it's the mirror. Yes, it's, it's not like it's not it's not them pissing you off. It's the fact that they're highlighting something that you fucking don't like that you know there's in you, and and that was that was a a, a, a turning point for me a few years back was to sort of go. Why does that grind me so bad? Oh, yes. at, at, at,
0: that's a good investigation of self, that one.
1: You know what why does this hurt so much? or why does this aggravate me? and i'm I'm very much uh, again, based on the decision that I made to to close the business and go to this fucking unknown place, you know, digital fitness, you know the experience for most people, in 2020 was that digital fitness was shit. You know, the delivery was terrible. The quality was bad. The experience was, you know, oh, it's not the same as face to face, blah, blah, blah. And,
2: yeah.
1: you know, all of these things. And and these are hurdles that, 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 that I've tried to overcome and that collectively the ACE team, and I say, we, you know, we's now J and I and, and, and others, you know, there's more people involved in this sequence as well. And mm-hmm. just realizing that, you know, the things that, the the objections that we start to face within the business and then things that annoy us, it's like, right, you know, how many, how much of that is actually stuff that we're doing personally or professionally that annoys the shit out of us? And then it's like, okay, well, is this something that we can control? You know, can we remove that aggravation? Can we remove, can we remove that that hot button? You know, it's 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 as you said, it was a pressure cooker. And and everybody everybody's in the same storm, but not everybody's in the same fucking boat. And that was again, a a key turning point for, for, for for us and, and us as a family, you know, I had my unique experience because of my business and, 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 and my world, you know, my partner had her unique experience with her world. And as, as, as I said, it was the same fucking storm, but my boat was completely different to hers. So my, my hot buttons were different to our hot buttons were different individually,
2: yep. you
1: know, and, and realizing that, you know, a particular media release that would come out would fucking flog me and put me down a path that felt shit. And then there'd be other ones that didn't affect me, but did, did tea, and f- again, striking that balance of, of understanding, and that's part of me. And I suppose that, that, that balance of, of understanding that this was an absolute unique proposition and opportunity. And, and again, I don't want to, I don't want to to play down its effect on every, on, on the whole fucking world. You know, it's been, it's been challenging and catastrophic, but those that saw this as an opportunity to take a risk-free investment in themselves professionally or personally have generally come out the other side in a better position, not saying fantastic, not saying, you know, uh, amazing, but potentially better, you know, and I suppose what I saw in the very early stages of the lockdown was I have a risk-free moment in time that I can do just about anything that I want as far as my professional career without fear of negative judgment or fear of, you know, there's too many people doing things. And again, just realizing that where I was mentally was in a place where I could take that risk. You know, I was in a position that, that, that I, that, I had people that I was happy to say, I don't know how to do things. And, and this is not just production wise. I just mean in life, you know, I don't know how to handle this. Can I work with you in order to develop things, you know, going to my psych, getting a mental health plan, saying to my psychiatrist um, I don't know how to handle this emotion and I don't know why it feels this way. And then starting to unpack a whole bunch of shit that makes me go, ah, oh, fuck. That's why that argument hurts so much. That why those words hurt so much. That's why that reaction frustrates me so much. It wasn't, it wasn't the person. It was something that was fucking way back behind that I needed to, again, I, I, I use that, that phrase that I used earlier was, you know, allowing yourself to hold it. You know what I mean? Realizing that it's an uncomfortable warmth or hotness in, in your feeling that you just want to, medicate away you know have a couple of drinks and and piss it off from the mindset or you know do x y and 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 numb the brain or whatever it happens to be medicate through you know the the physical actions whatever the fuck it happens to be i mean we've all been there mate i was in my early 20s and single you know i medicated through you know the physical side Well, too often, you know, and much to the detriment of, of some really good relationships over the time. So, you know, realizing at this point, there was like, right, I, 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 I'm not quite equipped with the right tools at this point in time to deal with this, you know, and then seeking, seeking it out. And for the most part, it costs nothing but time. That's it. It really doesn't, you know, having a conversation with your best mate and letting out your fears costs nothing but time. Mm -hmm. sitting down with with you know my son's mum and going right this is transparency what life looks like you know one of the words that you that i hear both jay and i say in the live stream and i'm sorry to refer to that so often but it is it's it's part of so much of exposure that that we've had over the last it's very present and it's 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 where people you know and and if anybody happens to tune in or even just see some highlights, you know, you, you'll hear words like transparency, you know, so for very early on it was, you know, to be completely transparent, X, you know, blah, 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 whatever it happens to be. And, you know, having that transparency of, 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 of feelings, thoughts, or actions just made it easier because you don't know what you don't know. And you also don't know what other people do know. So taking that single moment to go, you know what, this is what I feel, and again, coming back to being a forty-one-year-old buffy male that's worked in, you know, probably the most alpha fucking cro- uh, sport, you know, fitness realm, which is CrossFit. Mm-hmm. You know, sitting down and talking about your feelings isn't something that I was taught to do as a young fella. You know, it's not something that I saw my dad do. It's not something I saw my granddad do. I see it happen more as he gets, as they get older. Yeah. But it wasn't something that was an easy exposure to me. You know, it was, it was very much. You know the blokes were this and the ladies were this and and that was that was the dynamic not good or bad just different you know so so taking that time to explore explore that 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 feeling like, like i said basically going fuck i don't know how to deal with this but rather than just pushing it to the wayside and going oh well fuck i don't know i'm not going to try
0: it didn't help yeah yeah, the Marge Simpson approach, just um, smile and push all the feelings. <laughs> yeah. Which, look, it may help short term for, for, for well, a, do, yeah. a lot of
1: us, but, you know, is it, is it How healthy? to
0: explode at a later stage.
1: Well, that's right, you know, and, 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 you know, what's the trigger? You know, the trigger can be your four and a half year old coming and tapping yeah. you on the shoulder and saying, hey, daddy, and you losing your shit. And yeah. all of a sudden, he doesn't know he anything. Didn't, he didn't do it you know,
0: and that's it's like uh, uh, dudes kicking their dog because the dogs do the wrong thing. it's, not a hunt, it's
1: and, and, and you, and you see it. And I guess, you know, part of uh, part of it is just watching with uh, a, 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 I'm going to say a little bit of sadness, but a little bit of like, you know, like I said, everyone's in the same storm, but not everybody's equipped with the same life raft and, and yeah, you know, and I, maybe the life raft is better than the boat. You know, we've all been on the boat. Now the boat's sunk and we're all in life raft. Some people are, atta- some people are in an enclosed, you know, yeah. inflatable with six other people and other people are literally clinging hanging to a piece side. of debris. or they're just hanging on to the debris. That's floating, trying to not get, get eaten by the sharks, you know, and yeah. you know, that's, that's, that maybe is the, the, the vision or the image that I have around coping mechanisms and self you know, self-teaching and self-learning and self-investment is that life raft you know when you're faced with that storm what tools do you have at your disposal to save the shit around you you know when your house is on fire and i I've, <laughs> it's funny because i've actually been in a fucking house fire you know when your house is on fire there's not much that you can fucking escape with in that moment, you know, again, that's that's probably one of the most adrenal-filled experiences I've ever had in my life. You know, mm-hmm. a couple of years back, I had a, a an electrical fire in the kitchen that woke me up with a strange smoke detector noise at two thirty in the morning, and it was only that the noise was different. And I was like, "Fuck me, that's a weird noise!" And I open up the door, and half of my house is on fire. And I'm like, "Fuck!" you know, what do you do? You know, it was again, the tools of processing information at a rapid rate of knots and then realizing I've got moments. What do I do? You know, and
0: grab the dog and fuck off.
1: That's what it was, mate. I opened the door, found some shorts, you know, I mean, I, I sleep in the Nick particularly through summer, you know, shit pants on, find a shirt, shirt on dog out, Oh fuck! Um, yep, that'll do. You know, uh, uh, you know the, uh, the the boy's safe, the you know mum safe, or whatever it was at the time. I, th- I think at that stage uh, we'd already separated, so it was sort of like, you know, dogs outside. Okay, just get, just be safe, you know, and do what you need to to, to have the process. And you know, that's I suppose what we've all been continually exposed to over the last couple of years: those catastrophic moments that. Mean that you have to recognize what's going wrong, find a way to cope with it, and then keep moving forward. And you know, unfortunately un- or unfortunately, social media has given a voice and an opportunity for a lot of people to be able to just express feelings and emotions. And I, I think, for the most part, there's 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 a few there's people that probably just need to take. 5 minutes you know probably need to ask a few more questions for themselves around coping and that's that's not to take a particular political line or a particular line on different things that are happening ar- around you know this strange world that we we live in but you know even just being able to take a breath and say nothing i mean that's a fucking skill you know it's something that i i learned as a business owner was there's some people that you just want to cut loose on and it's, is it worth it? You know, maybe short-term, but maybe long-term. No. And, and we're in that environment on mass now, you know, announcements happen at 11 o'clock every day, dude, you can see the adrenaline go up on people. The anxiety builds through the morning. They have a high point of, of, of information overload at a particular point in time. And it carries through the rest of the day. And Mate, look, the the sheer amount of queries, questions, and even remarks that have been, you know, why don't I have an opinion? Why aren't I, you know, I've got a platform where I should be voicing, you know, a, a vaccination or a lockdown thought process. And it's like, dude, these aren't conversations that I need to have on mass. I've, I've got a network, you know, my, my life raft has been built with what tools I need in order to deal with now and just trying to stay ahead of myself I guess has meant that I haven't needed to get onto Facebook and have a fucking rant about you know the New South Wales Premier or the fucking Prime Minister or the Chief Health Officer all this sort of shit I, I know that we've sort of gone on I've gone on a bit of a tangent but Love again you coming back to who's in my life raft what what equipment do i have in my backpack do i have so that when we get told we can can't or shouldn't that i don't become this fucking raving raging mess that at the end of the day is no good for me but It's no good for me as a parent. It's no good for me as a partner, a friend, or a business associate. You know what I mean? And, again, unique journey. Everybody's on their own. Everybody's on their own path. And, like like I said, we've we've had – the world's had two years or 18 months to do a no-risk investment in themselves. And I don't mean start businesses, but just – you know, reassess what's important. You know, who are the five people that you you really want in your life? Who are the five people that you want to be in contact with often? Um, who's the support network for when, you know, the missus is cranky with you? Who's the person that you talk to? You know, who's the person you talk to when you've had a heated conversation with somebody that you love and respect and you can't see eye to eye on a particular topic? Like there's, it's, it's not just having one string in your bow and fucking being a bit, oh, let's not pull it back too far in case it snaps. It's how many strings do we have in the bow to hit that target every time? And it's not always going to be a perfect score result. You know, you're not always going to get the bullseye, but you know, what if I can get collectively somewhere near that fucking target in the middle, that's okay. You know, an average score is better than winning an average score across 10 events as CrossFit has shown us is much better than getting a really fucking high score on one and a low score on nine, you know, let's, let's just raise the average that's around us. You know, and again, I can hear myself saying something that makes me sound a bit more airy than what I ever appreciate myself to be, but that's sort of where it is. It's, you know, the people around rising tides, raise all ships, you know, what we've done with the business, there's more people attached and succeeding. The more that we do this, Um, you know, the relationships around, us have started to raise, you know, the closeness between friends and I, I actually say family. You know, family is not just blood. You know, it's I say blood or otherwise. You know, there's family that I share blood and DNA with and there's family that I don't. And th- they're both as important as as each other. Um yeah, and, and getting back to that CrossFit analogy, particularly around the event wins, you know, if you win one event and suck at nine others, are you a good, good CrossFitter? No. You know, what CrossFit taught me was you know just have a skill set that covers a lot of things you know you want to be able to walk on your hands as well as be able to lift up heavy objects you want to be able to run as well as be able to swim you know these are dynamics that if you take them at face value as being sk- just general skill sets that are very different how does that transfer into life relationships friendships and business
0: that's the thing you
1: know that's i would exactly r-
0: what you've been talking about yeah the whole time, right? Like transferability of skill and knowledge. Yeah yeah, yeah. Like yeah. everything that you've mentioned, like, yeah, I can I can uh, parallel like your experience setting up a state of ride mm. and the energy and the I don't fucking know what I'm doing., <laughs> yeah, but let's uh, do it and, anyway. And, and, yeah, on and all of that, yeah, to my introduction in 2005 mm-hmm. to CrossFit.
1: Mm, yeah yeah yeah
0: right because yep. i i got involved and there was there were two other crossfit gyms in the country right there was fiona in north queensland and there yep. was uh was swifty around at that stage no he kicked off just after did. okay around about the same time yep and there was andrew and don i think at crossfit sydney mm. mm-hmm. so like we're early days yep and I'd been doing jujitsu for a couple of years and I was mm-hmm. doing my own fitness thing. I'd PT and I had a guy working for me and it was all going gangbusters. Yep. yep. And one of the other white belts says to me, have you heard of CrossFit? And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? You know every, <laughs> everyone was branding everything about fitness in the early two thousands. They yeah, want to be the yeah. next Les Mills. They want to be the next whatever, you know, like,
1: yep. yep and I was like, yep, yep, yep.
0: Oh, not a fucking another one. You know, like yep. no, uh, here we go. And he's like, no, mate, you need to have a look at this. Cause this is, they're speaking your language. Yeah. So I got onto it and I was like, oh, okay. I looked at it the first time. I was like, uh, yeah, whatever. You know, it just looks like another program because when you snapshot something that you don't understand, right? You don't, you don't understand the breadth and the depth.
1: You compartmentalize it into things that you understand. Correct. So you end up, so tri- you just- end up, you end up trimming the edges off to, for so use I of no at- better of expression. Yeah,
0: exactly. I looked at three of their workouts and I went, meh. yeah 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 Yeah. and then and so it wasn't i watched it for like a couple of months and i was like ah okay okay starting to understand read Mm -hmm. some of their articles started to watch their some of the videos Uh, videos okay now i'm getting it fuck it i'm going to affiliate Mm-hmm. what does it, what does that mean? I don't know mm-hmm. how much is it going to cost? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll put that money down. Yeah. What, what do I do now? All right. Uh, I'm just going to go into a park and grab a bunch of people and start programming.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I had a skill set, right. But mm-hmm. I still know what the fuck I was going to do, mm. you know, and then five years later, I've got a gym business partners, 150 people coming in every week. Mm. I've taught thousands of people this thing. <laughs> I, I, and I still don't know what I'm doing. Right. I mean, I'm, you know, I I tell people I don't know what I'm doing now and people tell me I know what I'm doing, but to Mm. my mind, I'm still learning what the fuck's Mm. going on. Mm -hmm. I get out at 2013 when it's time for me to, like you said earlier, Mm. you moved out, I moved out. And at that point, like I I sat down and like thousands of people
2: Mm.
0: and about 20 other gyms started out of what I started. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I've, I, that footprint's pretty, no one knows my name. I'm happy with that. Like there were people mm. within CrossFit know Yeah. Yep. They don't now, like if I mm. called up a CrossFit gym now, they'd be like, who the fuck are you?
2: Yeah. Which yeah. is
0: awesome because it, it wasn't about me, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent.
0: But all that shit of like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> what's the worst? I didn't even, no, in fact, I didn't even ask what's the worst that can happen. I was just like, yeah, fuck it. And like I started, I opened the gym. My son was like less than a year old. Like it's fucking madness but just do it, make it work. Yeah. You're going to do what's going yeah. you know, to you know, work the way it
1: worked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate, look, when you say what's the worst that could happen, you know, or shit, let's just do this, you know, and I'll, the, the, when you talk about your son, you know, I'll, I'll segue to, you know, the, 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 the birth of my little boy, um, uh, everybody has a mate. Uh, this is a pretty raw thing to, to admit and uh, to talk about that. Um, my son's mum and I met um, uh, January 19 um, in 2016. My son was born November 23rd, the same year. Now, if you do the maths, that's not a long time. That's literally, you know, 10 months that's uh between meeting somebody for the very first time and and having a child and you know that experience in itself was you know new relationship again has all the the dopamine and all that fucking exciting stuff that was going on at that point in my life. I was like great, you know I'm I'm at a point where I'm openly happy with myself. I'm happy professionally and now looking to create, you know, a a life partner and relationship and whatnot. And, you know, here we are four weeks later and I get this, this cranky, this cranky girlfriend at the time walks in the house and she's finished work and she's really moody. I'm like, Hey, are you good? And she just threw this, you know, pregnancy test down on the desk on the table and says, that's what's wrong. And I was just like, Oh, huh. um, hey, and, yeah. and I looked at it and that's that moment. And I'm going to say as a young man, that, that has been less than uh, favorable in relationships and, and probably made some really shitty choices as a young fellow, looked at it and sort of went, fuck, this is that thing that you, you feared, you know, all that, that, that it's different. You know, I'd, I'd never been faced with this before. And, I sort of, I, I looked at, at her, you know, as I said, we'd, we'd only been together for a month and I said, Oh shit, what do you want to do? And she's like, well, you know, she had some health issues at the time or was she, some ongoing health issues that caused her to sort of move on from a previous relationship because she wasn't able to have children. She was told she couldn't have children. And, you know, I looked her in the eyes and she's, she's really stressed. And you could see that it was distressing for her to be faced with this moment right now. And, I sort of I sat on the couch while I was living in a in a studio apartment in Maruba, and you know, grabbed her by the hand and sort of said, well mate, if if this is if this is your your um uh, something that you you think that you need to do or that you have to based on your health, then let's do it and see what happens. And you know, that was sort of that first shit i don't i don't know you know and this is it was less than fucking ideal you know we we'd only been together for a month and we didn't know each other you know she's a uh, she's a, a a business owner she was um had been over in australia for a few years heavily irish you know there was no break in the bloodline you know she was the first of her family to leave ireland you know and mm. you know there was all this stuff that was was creating you know i'm gonna say a a dynamic of the relationship and you know thus started that that process and you know unfortunately the recognition as sort of time progressed through that 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 pregnancy piece and as a as a man you know i was in my late 30s and pregnancy is fucking hard you know anybody that's listening and watching that happens to tune into this that you know Hasn't had children yet. It fucking challenges even the strongest Ooh, of yeah. relationships. You can have a twenty-year foundation, and kids will. That journey of, of of pregnancy and childbirth will fucking break you, mm. you know. And I was less than equipped with a whole bunch of stuff that I had tools that I have now. And unfortunately, you know, we went through that that pregnancy process that was, you know, fucking highs and lows to 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 a point where I'd never been through in my entire life and you know went through you know went through that piece my son was born you know we had a um, an undiagnosed heart condition he's a heart baby had open heart surgery at 12 weeks and again filled with a challenge that we never in your fucking wildest dreams how you hear about it you, you read you know you you see these these people rattling tins to put a couple of dollars in you see you know starlight foundation and ronald mcdonald's house and you know they're all things that are present in your vision and view you know with your day but you know here we were you know a three-month-old a relationship that we had less than a year, you know, it was pretty, it was very challenging for both of us because we were both trying to adjust to significant changes in life. And, you know, here we are sitting in a hospital bed being in a hospital um, ward, I should say, you know, basically being told that, you know, a three month old baby, 12 week old baby that we have needs to have open heart surgery. And there's a a 50, 50 chance on this thing, you know, and, Ah. you know, we're just like, what a fucking whirlwind, you know, this is, this is madness. And, you know, I'm going to say we got, th- we got through, you know, we got through that, but unfortunately as, as, as our, as both of our levels of understanding and I'm going to say development and, and just where we were placed working side by side, wasn't going to work and making that conscious decision to go, you know what? I think we're better off. You know, and we both came to that piece and, you know, that was that hard. Yes. Was it full of emotion, heartache, hurt, anger, frustration, a thousand percent. Mm -hmm. Um, Was it full, full of anger at times? A hundred percent. Um, You know, but, but through that, it was like, right, this is a change in dynamic. It's not just me. It's not just her, you know, now there's a, a little kid that has no fucking... He didn't make a choice to be here. He's here. <laughs> you know, it's not your choice to be born. And it's like, right, well, he's now the most important thing. And, yeah. you know, as, as time progressed, you know, we were well separate. We were both, you know, having... Um you know we both had new relationships and dealing with that dynamic, and again that's fucking hard you know anybody that's been through a separation knows that as soon as one partner gets a partner and the other one doesn't that's that fucking goes goes nuts you know and just finding ways to try and sort of sort of work through this piece but yeah, you know like even just just those little things of of facing catastrophic changes that are and, and again that for us was very insulated you know it only affected us too and then our our extended extended family and having to work through coping mechanisms and mindset changes and again i know it sounds it, it sounds really airy saying that but it was just try to have a little bit more knowledge you know because with knowledge comes understanding
0: mate i love how you can just speak on this shit we're at two hours. If I don't take a pee break, I'm going to explode. Alright, you want to keep talking?
1: I'm yeah, mate, guy. I do want to keep talking,
0: you want to keep going. Yeah, mate, I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm going to pause the recording. I've got to piss. All right,
1: it really is like the Joe Rogan podcast, mate, where they get to the two hour mark and one of the Holy three of them needs to go take a wee.
0: Sweet relief. I made <laughs> the mistake of having a few coffees before we kicked off. Oh, yeah. So it was, it was yeah. always going to be a, it's always going to be a challenge. <laughs> yeah. oh. Ah, uh, too funny. Uh, that that was just a great little like it's the whole concept of not knowing, mm. right, and being okay with not knowing. Like you would be amazed. I reckon it's a good eighty plus percent of people who come into my clinic. Like they're just, I, I don't know how to do something. Mm. I'm like, exactly. That's yeah. cool. Like we yeah. can work with that, right? Yeah. The first thing is, it's okay to not know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And
0: just, it's okay. Um, like it, you, you're not. There's shit that you're expected to not know.
1: Yeah.
0: Like if yeah. we start talking about rocket science, I've got fucking no idea what you're talking about.
1: You know Jay Wood because he plays a fucking game called Kerbal Space Project. I say that in good, oh,
2: is that in what in that humor. is? That Kerbal? Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. The,
0: I'm like it's a-, a reference on your on your stream. What the fuck is going on here? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, but it's so. I think it's pervasive, right? That, yeah. that because information is so openly available, mm. uh, it's there
2: that
0: mm. there's almost this expectation in ourselves, or that we feel like we should, and there's the magic word, right? Should know all this. shit yeah. I think I that's like the dad thing. Look, I can remember, right? Yep, yeah.
1: yep.
2: Yeah.
0: We got, we got firstborn will home um, uh, yeah yeah like three days in because my wife was like the, the champion like she could she could give birth for the country it was fucking amazing she's like mm-hmm. natural experienced. Oh, all real. i'm like i don't know how you're doing this woman you're freaking like you're this is amazing to me mm-hmm. she just did it all yep it is what it is like she's she's down the front now studying mm-hmm. midwifery awesome like, this is this is crazy she just she blows my mind awesome um, we get home and we put this little bundle of joy on one of those, you know, those little boomerang pillows. Yeah. And a couple of on the floor in the lounge room. And we just yep. sit in there and he's all swaddled. Yep. And I look at her and she looks at me and I'm like, what the fuck? What do we do, we do? now? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. uh, yeah. Like yeah. that was the literal moment we sat on the couch. Yeah. And the bub's on the floor <laughs> in between us and the television, right? The television's yeah. turned off. Yeah. And we're looking and we're like, yeah, now what? Oh, like mm. we, and we, we kind of chatted about it. We literally had this conversation. Yeah. And I think we sort of came to, well, we'll do nothing until he cries and then we'll work out. It's probably one of three things, right? Yeah. yeah. Like he's hungry, he's dirty. Yeah, or he's tired. Or, or, you know, like, or he's just, you know, upset about something. And then if mm. we get to option number three, we've got to work out what he's upset about. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, take it from there. Where's the yeah. instruction manual? Fuck you guys. You didn't give. Yeah,
1: a- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look. I mean, I had. Look, I, I've had some some wonderful mentors over the years, and uh, I guess uh, again, you love tangents. So I'll, I'll throw one at you. Oh, look, nice I, I. Let's go. I um. You know, I came from a, a single parent household. You know, I was I was I was raised by my mum and and her grandparents. Uh, sorry, my grandparents, my uh, her her parents. Yeah. Um. You know, didn't have a a, a, a father figure. Oh, I didn't. Sorry, I didn't have a an active dad in my life. You know, I I I had a, I had father figures, which were you know my my granddad. Um still alive today he lives up in harvey bay um i talk to him every nearly every day every every day i get a message or email which i love
2: Maybe.
1: um even though it's a forwarded email of some joke that he got from some i don't <laughs> you know what I, I love it and while i that's great admittedly i don't actually open them every day i do send them to a folder because the, the reality is he's is, is 86 87 and you know un, it. it mortality is is a real factor to understand for all of us but certainly as as the generation ages and you know i just park them because i know one day that call's not going to come you know and i know one day that that email is not going to be there anymore so yeah i've parked them you know and it's 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 a bit like going through your facebook memories i guess it's like you know i look for not that i not that i look forward to the day that 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 I face losing because I haven't lost any grandparents yet. You know, I'm 41 and I still have a complete family. You know, and lucky
0: boy. And
1: I haven't gone through that. I'm, I've lost friends and I've lost, mm-hmm. I've lost uh, colleagues and I've lost clients. You know, that that are, that are family, but I've I've not directly lost the blood relation um, yet, or gone through that process. So you know, a, again, again, having that, uh, I go back to sort of th- that that childhood piece or even just being raised and, and mentors you well I didn't have an active dad in my life I had father figures you know they were they were my granddad you know they were my uncle they were my mum's friends and look mum gave birth to me when she was 20 uh, she was ha- hadn't turned 21 yet and that Same. fucking that fucking blows my mind you know and I know that the world was very different back in 1979 1980 but mm-hmm. I'm an 80s baby um and 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 realizing that making that decision was fucking hard you know and and net being a being a parent now making the decision to have a baby have a relationship make a choice it's it's a lifelong decision you know get the, the old ad that the RSPCA used to put up which was you know puppies not just for Christmas you know kids are fucking forever you know like you you, you can't Dude, you're, you're right. You you know, that they will be the death, you know, your kids will be the death of you, you know, Mm -hmm. and you'll love every fucking moment of it at the end, at the end of your days, you will love every moment of hell that your children have given you. And, and I, and I say that as a healthy, as a, as a man, as a 40 year old man that wants to have a happy, healthy life and will do the things to give myself balance, you know, physically, emotionally, you know, that's that recognition there but you know as far as you know good mentors and lessons that i've learned over the the years you know my first mentor was one of the legends within the les mills infrastructure um he was the gentleman that created body pump and uh les, and rpm so the bike program and the, the bar program and you know he was a i met him as a 50 year old you know he'd retired from les mills or moved from les mills was living in sydney and he's this gruff you know kiwi bloke and know didn't like a lot of people and and just through exposure and i guess through what i was doing in my early fitness career you know we crossed paths and you know he reached out to me one day with this boomy voice and he's like you know maddie it's 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 maca give me a call and i shit myself because this is the guy at the fucking you know top of the the food chain And I'm like, shit, I teach his programs. He's probably seen me teach at Bondi Platinum. And I've said something wrong or I've done something wrong. And he's gonna rip me a new asshole. And mate, my my, my 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 heart's in my throat. Everything's swelling up. I'm I'm 25 at the time.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm like, shit, you know, I ring and I we we crossed paths because we worked in the same health club in Bondi. And you know, I had nothing of value, something I learned. I don't know where I learned it, but it was sort of like, you know, if you don't have anything valuable, sometimes just is all that you need to do sign of respect, you know, Hey bud, have a great day. And we shared two days, Mondays and Fridays, where we had classes in opposite studios. So I would teach a body pump class on a Monday and he would teach a a spin class in the studio that was adjacent. And then Friday it was the reverse. And mate, you know, Bondi Platinum Fitness First was, you know, a big studio, you know, it had fucking 60 bikes, you know, it had, you know, 80 pump bars, it was a fucking big space. And, you know, you had to go through a process to be there because it was blah, 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 you know, at the time, and, you know, there was a queue out the door for Mike's class and there was a queue out the fucking door for my class. And as I said, one day he rings and, you know, we'd see each other in the change rooms getting dressed and it'd be like, you know, more, he'd say, morning, Matt. And I'd be like, yep, yeah, morning, Macca. How are you? Yep. Yeah, good. And I say, have a good class. And that was all of our exchange. And, you know, I'd always see these other instructors and presenters and uh, members that, you know, they knew he was a celebrity in the market. You know, he was, everybody knew who he was. He was on the posters, he was on the videos. So he always had this entourage of people that wanted a piece of him. And I was like, fuck, I'm just, the, I'm just me, you know, I'm, I'm doing my thing. I think I was lecturing at the time or presenting my own programs or some other shit. And so, you know, this guy rings me out of the blue, you know, with this, with this, with this voice and this, I'm going to say this coolness and it wasn't like he was trying to be cool. He just, he knew his shit and he knew his place. And, you know, we get on the phone. He's like, I would love to have a coffee with you. And I'm again, I'm shitting myself, you know, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to get roasted. This is the end of my career. And, (laughs) you know, we sit down and, you know, he, he asks me a lot of questions, you know, he opens the opens this conversation with, you know, where you at and how are you Uh, actually, I think it was, how are you? And then he's, you know, where are you at was the second piece. And, you know, we get through this, this hour conversation that uh, you know, sitting in the food court at, at Bondi Westfield, at Bondi Westfields. And, you know, he says, you know, mate, I'd, I'd, I'd love to be able to work with you. You've there's something in you that I've not seen, you know, much of, so could we do something? And I was like, mate that'd be awesome. And I walked away just fucking, blown away with you know god has literally put his hand on my shoulder and said hey son walk this way um and look i'm 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 not a a god fearing man in any way shape or form i i i will behave as if that there is a point of judgment in my life but if i happen to get there and i i'm i'm face to face with our maker awesome you know i've i've got a here's my life history and here's everything i've done and i'm hoping that they open the gates if we get there and there's nothing there dude doesn't matter mate I haven't hurt anybody in my journey but you know my first exposure of that father side mentor literally came from the industry you know he was the first man I guess that really uh, as as I said grabbed me by the scruff of the neck at times and you know made me realize that you don't know what you don't know and I I guess that was the segue I I was trying to sort of bring back through was his statement was you don't know what you don't know and you know, mid-20s, cocky as shit. You know, having a hundred people line up for your class and 20 people missing out, having people line up at 515 a.m. for a 615 a.m. class in the middle of winter is great for your ego, mm-hmm. but it doesn't help, it doesn't necessarily help you be a better person. It turns you into a bit of an ignorant, arrogant asshole, you know, and and again, part of that journey. And, you know, that that first mental piece that I, I really discovered was, and the value of the mental piece was that gentleman, you know, he became a father figure. And man, I can't tell you the amount of times I would be sitting in his attic watching a recording on a fucking Sony Handycam because he made me film everything that I did. And, you know, he'd say, right, there's a notepad, write down everything that you say. And I'd do it and I'd go downstairs and he'd say, right now, write down all of the changes in the music and how they relate. And then he, come, I'd come back down two hours later and he'd be like, right. Are you fucking happy with that? That was all that he'd say. Are you happy with that? And I'd be in fucking tears, like countless times. I'd be in tears just going, mate, that's like, I don't understand. I, I didn't understand the messaging. I didn't understand the delivery, but I had this, this guidance that was coming from a place of where his journey was or who he was as an individual. And I suppose how he knew how to do something. And, you know over time we created this this professional this professional relationship really turned into this personal guidance piece you know it was me establishing whom I was as a professional it was me discovering who I was as a as a as a person and what I observed was even his unique journey through this mentorship piece that was occurring was you know he had his first he had his first child you know very early in his 50s you know and I watched this alpha man that could control a room of a hundred people. If he woof whistled and said, fucking slow down, you slow down. Like you didn't, you didn't step out of line when he was in his command and control space. And all of a sudden I watched this dude that he just owned the space that he lived in and worked in this baby comes along. And when that needed his investment, That's what got his investment. Yet he was still able to do all these other things at a a rate that still allowed success for himself and for others within that circle that he had. And again, his, the the circle that I worked within, in that space was three people. It was Mike, myself, and one other, you know, there wasn't a whole, it wasn't 20 people. There was literally three of us in this insulated space of development where skills were being transferred or, you know, we were being guided to be able to grow into ourselves. And, I was exposed at that point of you now, he's this guy that that is in the industry that I want to be in. He's this guy in this with this mindset and mentality where he's really good at his task, but he's a man that loves his, that his boy means the fucking world to him. You know, like if 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 his little boy needed something, he stopped what he was talking about to do to do that investment. You know, and I I, I I use the word, it's not communicating, it's a fucking investment, you know, stopping when my little boy comes and says, hey, daddy is a fucking investment. And it's an investment in him that he doesn't know right now, but he will in some way through his development as he grows as an adult. Yeah it's going to pay fucking dividends. You know, is it an inconvenience for me if I'm on a and look and I work remote a few days a week as part of a, a job that I have as well, you know, and, you know, Tuesday's my work from home day and, and Fridays and I'll often be on calls and my little boy will come through and be like, daddy, daddy. And mate, I can be deep in a, in a, in an important, you know, and I use inverted commas for importance because it's all perspective. Mate, just give me a sec because that investment is much more valuable for so many more people than what this is, because I know this is still going to be balanced. You know what I mean? And and not necessarily our conversation. And what I mean is you know, not in this instance where we're talking, but whomever I'm talking to, this is okay. That 10 seconds, 30 seconds, two minutes, it won't matter.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: 30 seconds of investment here is going to pay me dividends. You know, that's the best fucking savings account that I can ever create. So, Again, I I, I know okay. that I have sort of I've jumped We're timelines. Just
0: going to pay off though. No, but it's, the thing is, like I think back to my childhood, you know, and my dad had his demons. He was working through his stuff. His great mm. dad, I love him to bits, right? Mm. It, it it probably took until I was an adult for us to connect, because yeah. he did. He just he didn't have a good dad, so he did. Pretty common, right? Well, yeah, So my dad didn't know how to dad because his dad mm. wasn't a good dad, right? Mm, yeah. But he tried his best. He did his best. Yeah. But one of the things I rarely had was his attention when I wanted it because he was trying to work everything out and provide and he, he worked himself like to the bar. He, he just fucking worked himself yep. so hard to provide, yep. right? Yep. But when he came home, I'm just like the kids like, let's kick the footy, Dad. Yep. No, I can't do it. So I kind of learnt, okay, don't yep. don't bug. Don't bug dad. And not so much that you're not important enough. But yep. that is almost, you know, that that's implied. And you yep. stop in the world for your boy. Yeah. Even though he doesn't know it, yep. He will realise it is important. Yeah. You know, like yep. he gets that message, even though you're not whether you're whether you're saying that to him or not.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, and and look, again, everybody's journey to get to you know a particular point in their life, be it you know a per, let's say a permanent relationship or a life partnership that you want to create or creating a family you know like your experience your personal experience always come to the come to the front of of your decision-making process when it comes to actions and 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 finding solutions that you happen to be. And, mm. you know, while I didn't necessarily have the greatest of exposures early in my life through what was considered the normal dynamic, you know, it was the, the, the mum, the dad, the, you, the, the sibling, you know, and the, and the animals that that dynamic <laughs> wasn't there, you know what I mean? And Yeah. The world's changed very much. I mean, the family dynamic is whatever the fuck it happens to be. You know, like who gives a I shit? I love that. You
0: know? I love that. It's just not. It's not like husband, wife, two point three children, two so, w- and a cat. I love
1: so, it. so when I, so when my son's mum and I need to do the changeover for uh, for 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 my son, mate, I can say that at least thirty percent of the time, the exchange is done between her new partner and I. because it's convenient for him to be driving through work because he's a you know statistically
0: makes sense right
1: and you know what we have there's a mutual respect i i see him love my little boy i see him i see my little boy give him a hug and a kiss and that's for the, the that's really confronting the first time you see it is you see your kids hug another sub, a substitute parent or a replacement parent in that dynamic at that section of their world. But the realization was my little boy is doing that because he feels a warmth and kindness in that relationship. And you know what? It's not my fucking business nor my concern, nor something I need to control to stop that. I actually want that to thrive because mm. I'm, I'm a part-time dad. I mean, I'm, I'm a full-time father. I'm a part-time dad. You know, we split weeks. So there's times when he's here, there's times when he's not. And, you know, we laugh, his mum and I laugh quite a lot about it. And even I laugh with, with my queen now, T. You know, we've nearly got the best of both worlds because we get to be parents, but then there's other weekends we get to be us. and yeah. being full, you know, and, and being in, let's say, tradition, You know, the dynamic where, you know, like yourself and, 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 and your beautiful wife and children, you know, it's, it's you guys, but it's, it's full on. It's a 24 seven job that doesn't turn off. Whereas, you know, like we've just had the weekend just gone and look, we both miss him when he's not here, but again, it's that whole thing of like, you know, Oh, you know, it's just us. We still call over night, Tom. We still do all that thing. And, you know, we make the joke with his mom. It's like, Oh, she's like, I can't wait to just go for a run without needing to worry. And it's like, you know, again, it's, it's looking at every, every behind every storm cloud, the sun's still there, you know, even when it's fucking pissing down with rain or it's hailing or it's lightning, you know, you know that the sun's still behind that fucking cloud. It just needs to come through and it's your choice whether you let it come through or not, right? Like you can think that the world's going to end, but the reality is, is, you know, a bit of a breeze or, you know, a change in environment, let's just say a change in in environment to use a really broad term, you know, or just fucking time. Mm-hmm. makes it better you know and and that's you know again to, we've used that storm analogy you know everyone's in the same storm with different lifeboats you know the, the the storm is there it's either going to go it's either going to blow over fast because of factors that are beyond your control or it's simply going to change because the world constantly moves and time allows change and that recognition alone is some things you can, some things you can't. But you know, again, my first exposure to to ment- to a mentor showed me a different way of being a dad, a different way of being a partner, a different way of being a colleague. And you know, while it while it didn't quite make sense, the one message that always rang. So loud in my ears was, you don't know what you don't know. So, you know, two ears, one mouth, in that order.
0: <laughs> yeah, you
1: know, it's it's, 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 it's the uh, obvious it's,
0: stuff, right? It's the it, obvious stuff that we don't pay enough attention to.
1: It's yeah, that's right, and it's the simplest of things. You know, my my second mentor, without blowing smoke up your ass, was you. You know, I I reached a point where. Now, I think uh, I'd I'd opened a CrossFit gym, I was lost. Um, I thought I needed this um uh, yeah, and this just being i had something that i thought i needed you know mm-hmm. i don't i can't remember if it was lead generation or whatever the fuck it was but i was in a place where i'm like holy moly i'm driving a boat and i've i've got a license but i'm only on my L's in the sense of i'm not equipped with all the skills and just by chance i spotted something that was online that grabbed my attention again you know social media marketing 101 you 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 you, you baited a hook and threw it in the water and you know the 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 right fish bit the hook And, you know, we had a chat and there was a particular demeanor and tone that I was like, huh, this has a familiarity. The last time I had this familiarity put me in a better position than I was when I started. Was it perfect? No. Was it everything? No. But it was something. And so, again, recognizing something was better than nothing. Now, with armed with every objection that I possibly could face, and a whole bunch of fear and unknowns. I mean, I think the biggest one was money. know, it was a big spend to invest in yourself, and you know, it was a fucking hard thing to do. And I, I know that you know it was faced with its own challenges, and you know, the the, the mentorship that that I ne- I discovered at that point, you know, some ten years later was what you think you need help with in fact, isn't bingo. It may be this. And that again was fucking mind blowing. You know, it was like, here I was thinking that if I just had, you know, and, and that really rings true. You know, if I just had a hundred dollars more per week, my life would be better. If I just had, an extra two hours a day, my life would be better. We all say these fucking things, yeah. and I hear friends say it, and I see it online, and I I hear family say it. If I just, if I just, the problem is, is that needle always fucking sorry. The the line always moves, the bar always raises. Yeah. You know, you go from going, oh well, I'm only making seven hundred and fifty dollars a week. If I only I made a thousand, life would be better all of a sudden you make a thousand, so made 1500. Thank you. And this is what my second mentor journey taught me. It was like, uh, I know you think it's this let's unpack it. It's probably here, bro. Yeah. And look, and I know through that, that community that, that you built at the time, you know, you had a, a bunch of people that were all on a very unique, unique journey for themselves, you know, and that's good
0: fun.
1: And, you know, it, 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 the group grew and shrunk, you know, depending on, on a lot of key factors, none of which were, none of which were based off what information we were getting. It was all how open we were to be receptive and, you know, with, with a little bit of embarrassment, you know, it was, I, there was times when I was like, Oh fuck, you know, am I equipped with that mindset to even be willing you know and 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 I know that was a really huge huge hurdle and and, and again trying to identify really what a lot of the the issues were and you know, I'm I'm I, as we reached the end of sort of that professional agreement between us it was it was such a nice thing to realize that on the back end of it once that professional engagement was removed that there was this Mutual understanding, mutual respect, and a friendship that was formed out the other side. You know, and 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 I didn't know it at the time. I I fucking didn't. You know, we caught up for coffee in Surrey Hills on the back end of you being in Sydney, and a few hours together of, of chinwags. Uh, you know, literally with no financial obligation. There was no sell. There was nothing like that. I was, you know, we were years beyond that initial time spent together
2: Mm.
1: and going right well that's that's really fucking cool you know where am i now you know and then again you know the the paths sort of bring us forward another you know five years ten years you know probably closer to ten to be honest where you know our conversation the other night was funny i said mate you know we're talking about obviously wholehearted and you know, mm-hmm. the, the podcast and the digital stuff. And, you know, for, for whatever reason, our can, our relationship sort of sparked a, Hey, I just want to ring up and have a chat. And as yeah, yeah. we've, as we've discovered two and a half hours later today, we could, <laughs> Too easy, we, could we, we it, could we do it every time we could keep talking for another 10, you know, yeah, we, we, could, we really, we, could, we won't, really we, could. we won't, but uh, you know, <laughs> we, we could, th- there's so much that could be discovered through. And again, it's that whole thing of, you know, when the, when the mentor becomes the mentee, you know, and again, it's that skill set piece. You know, I'm I'm not a mindfulness coach. I'm not a, a hypnosis coach. I use hypnosis, uh, funnily enough, um, you, you know, and embarrassingly how I stumbled across that piece. But you know, even just to be faced with the conversation of you know where are you at. You know, and then just realizing of like, you know, oh, shit, you know, part of where I am today was based on bits that were sort of learnt here and bits that were learnt here. And you start to hear messaging and, and, and phrases and, well, not phrases, but things that are being said. And it's like, you know, shit, this is the stuff that we were actually trying to deal with, that I was trying to deal with back then in a completely different sector and a completely yeah. different personal environment and then just sort of going you know wow and i think at the, you know even at the end of that phone call i we both chuckled you know it was like you know and the, the, the text messages afterwards was like you know fuck me what a spin out you know like here we are yeah, yeah, yeah. completely different worlds completely different environments and different different states of play and you know where the leadership and guidance that i was i got from 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 your exposure you know, and there's not a huge age gap between us. There's only a couple of years and we've, we've covered a very similar path, but it, it flips. And I think that's the other recognition as a man, as a, as a grown ass man, you know, to go, it's okay sometimes to become the student, you know, it's, it's okay. It's let it be okay. You know, as, as we said, it's, it's, you don't know what you don't know. And, and, and I guess the one that I've adapted more recently is it's okay not to be okay. You know, that's, that's that's one that that i really really have uh, embraced in a lot of the messaging is is it's okay not to be okay don't bullshit it you know i get back to this hold this holding this piece but you know along with not being okay is don't let don't let not being okay and then not knowing be the achilles heel for you to be able to run that marathon, because again, life's a fucking long journey, you know, and it's, it's not always running. Sometimes it's walking, having done Ironman triathlon for 10 years, you know, a marathon's 42 kilometers after a bike ride of 180 and a swim of 3.8. You know, there are times when you, when you want to walk, There are times when you want to stop and there are times when you need support from others. I mean, that's, that, that was Ironman triathlon. You know, it's a fucking long day. You know, I couldn't get through a 180 K bike ride at effort without somebody handing me a sports drink. When I asked for it at 90 kilometers on a bike ride with 3000 other fucking people. You know, and again, I know that's an odd comparison to make, but when you start to look at, you know, be it life or life experiences, negatives or positives as being things that you can... uh, directly correlate to your own experience it starts to actually just become really fucking simple you know life is a workout life is a hundred kilometer trail walk you know sometimes it's dark sometimes it fucking rains sometimes it's uphill sometimes you trip over a rock and fucking stub your toe and hurt your knee and scuff your fucking shins yeah. you know it's whatever whatever comparison that you can make to other experiences in your life, if you can just sort of put it into the same package and go, well, it was okay for me to ask for help during Ironman because I was really thirsty. Now that I'm emotionally distressed because of the world, why is it not okay for me to reach out and ask for some guidance to quench my thirst or to stop me from dehydrating? You know, again, maybe oversimplifying it, but
0: no, it's you know, exactly right. And you know, that's, that's the big thing. And, and, and to not make this sound like a business uh, proposition or a business uh, discussion.
2: Yeah.
0: Anyone who does what I do, which is help people get over their own shit. And that's just, that's just being blunt about it. Right. Because that's, that's what people help me to do. Yeah. Uh, When someone comes to see me, it's like they go to see a dentist to get their tooth pulled Mm. or to get a filling put in or to get some kind of advice on how to clean their teeth properly, you know? Mm. And again, it's analogous or analogous. However you want to, do you want to do a soft G or a hard G? (laughs) (laughs) But getting the people over the line Mm. from I need help to asking for help is one part. Mm. The rub for me and for a lot of people who do what I do is people will call up or make an appointment and then not follow through. And so to impress upon people how important it is not just to reach out, but to actually turn up and accept the help. Like that's the, you know, like that's my key question, right? Because I want to be of service in what I do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to help people in whatever, whatever that means for them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I had God love this guy. I had a guy call up recently, like at the end of his tether, I'm angry, I'm uh, resorting to drinking. My relationship suffering. I just need help to deal with this stuff. And I'm like, mate, come in. We'll just sit down for 90 minutes. I've got some stuff for you to take home. I know I know the problem. I know the process of work with people. Mm-hmm. This shit works for most people most of the time. I'm not blowing sunshine up your ass. I'm not going to tell you I'm going to cure you because it's not on me. It's mm-hmm. like, I'll give you some ideas. Like, throw shit up against the wall, see what sticks. Do you want to come in Saturday? Oh, uh, oh uh. and I'm like, oh, here we go already, right? He's not sure. All right, Saturday's out, Monday. Let's make it Monday. Fine, okay, book a time in. Sunday night, I send him a message to say, look, you haven't confirmed your appointment. Can you confirm? I just want to know. I've got to sort my day out. Oh, no, I've got to go to Brizzy for Mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I know that that either that's not necessarily true Mm
2: -hmm.
0: or you've taken a long time to decide Mm -hmm. to tell me. So Mm -hmm. something's going on. Mm -hmm. When do you want to come in? I'll get back to you. And I'm like, if it's not me, find someone else, right? I I don't Mm -hmm. mind. You just talk to that person. Don't stop yourself. Don't get in your Mm -hmm. own way. And that happens so Mm -hmm. often.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And you're right. People will ask for, like, I'm building something out the backyard. I, I need you to hold this piece of timber while I nail it in. And they'll ask for that kind of help. Or you know, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. But when it's, when it's between the ears, there's, I don't know if the stigma is still attached.
2: Mm.
0: I, I don't exactly know where that thing is. Um, and it's interesting being here in Noosa because a lot of guys are pretty connected to what's going on for themselves and they mm. will reach out. So mm-hmm. I have this really skewed kind of, yep. Yep. I'm, in, I'm in a men's group. We're always, I love you brother. We're hugging. We're, yeah. We're, yeah. High five and and yet, it's still tough for people to do it. So I don't know what the piece is. You know, yeah. like maybe you know, and that's part of what we're doing here, right? We have a chat, some people will hear some stuff, it'll land. Some, you know, some of it won't, and that's cool. Some people will turn off five minutes in. Some people will be, what are these guys still talking about?
1: <laughs> Come and hang out with us and have a chat. You'll find out why. I mean, look, it's it's it literally comes back down to, uh, again, it's it's that. Getting out of your own way, you don't you know mm-hmm. get those those catch those catch cries are those phrases that are used. you know, get out of your own way, you don't know what you don't know, you know be open to all things. Um, it's once once it, once it has a familiarity, there's a comfort. Yeah. And, and we know this through our exposure as CrossFit affiliates, you know, particularly you in the very early days, you know, I was probably in the second run of, of big affiliates that came through and, you know, I was early, early 2011, I think it was. So, you know, I wasn't that far behind you. Um, and it was still the unknown, you know, people had heard about it, you know, mental health is at the forefront of a lot of verbiage through the media be it social or, or, or professional based media um, articles. And it's, it's a lot of stuff that's being said, but it's like, is there an understanding do people know what it means you know and seeking help you know is it a weakness piece i think that's sort of moved i think that's gone you know very much so it's sort of like you know we don't talk about mental health you know it's it's we're chatting more and more things like beyond blue the the mobro stuff you know there's stuff that has sort of alpha up a little bit to make it okay to chat about you know and it's it's certainly there but that initial hurdle of you know yeah, you, 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 aren't sure. That's okay. You don't know. You just need to do that first session, you know, as a CrossFit affiliate, that beginner session, you know, that first intro, you know, can you tell me a bit about CrossFit? You know, mate, I can tell you, but how about I show you, come on in, come and watch, come and listen, just observe, you know, or come and do, I don't give a shit. Just, we know, that we're equipped with a whole bunch of tools that are going to be beneficial to you physically um, uh, for your, your physical health, you know, and, and mental health obviously was a big part of the exercise part as well. But you know, that message is only coming out really heavily in the last 18 months with gyms being closed and stuff, which is, which is completely valid. It's it's skewed slightly in, you know, for, for purpose of um, you know, operations and stuff. And again, not taking anything away from businesses are closed. I've lived it. It sucks but you know it's it's that whole piece of you know why do we get no's why do we get objections and it's as we said it's you don't know what you don't know and and that it's that first piece mate i'm i'm a i'm a one-stripe white belt uh in jiu-jitsu you know i walked into that gym for it's the very first time. time mate it was great it's it's lovely it's now good
0: time and i, I know saying to all the white belts in my club, mm. Take your time and enjoy it. White belt is the best belt you'll ever have. <laughs> yeah. Look, I've and I've been, Honest, owned, and I mean it honestly, right? Yeah, like, I got yeah. I got graded to brown six months ago, and mm. I was I doubled to I was doing a double take with my instructor. I was like, Yeah, is there another Adam who's <laughs> like been on purple for four or so years? Yeah, years yeah, a brown belt. Yeah, but the, the white belt is so cool. I yeah. just tell all the kids that are on white belt because it's like, you know. It's weird. I've been doing it on and off. I've been around Jiu-Jitsu longer than CrossFit, like almost 20 years around wow. jujitsu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they all look up to me because I've got a brown belt on. I'm like, this just means I've been here for a long time. I didn't it, doesn't give up. Mean, it doesn't mean shit. Like It's just, I've been here for a long time. Don't worry about how much better than you I am. Because that, that goes away. It's relative, right? Just enjoy your process. Be where you are now and love it. it One stop white belt's great. It's that at look, I, I was so
1: embarrassed, mate. Look, for the same way that you were like,
0: Yeah, Who me, else is here? Sure?
1: Mate, you know, <laughs> we 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 finished the role, you know, we we had our hour session, we do a 20-minute a roll at the end, or we do you know four rolls at the end. Yeah, and you know, it's you know, again, learning hierarchy, you no, know, and I shouldn't say hierarchy understanding there's a process and understanding there's a you know a white belt something that I I understood was you know I don't when we go to roll you know I'm I mean I'm a hundred kilos I'm five I'm five ten and a half when I wake up in the morning I get shorter through the day and I'm a hundred odd kilos. So I'm a heavy bloke. Now there's there's heavyweights bigger than me and there's a whole bunch of blue belts and purple belts and brown belts that are smaller. And, you know, we go through the role and the rules, the rules within jujitsu, you know, you don't, you don't go heavy on the girls. You also don't approach a high belt to roll. You know, if there's nobody left for you that you can choose from, but there's higher belts, The how it works in my my head and heart is I will stand there and put my hand up and I'll wait to be approached by a high belt. Again, that's a that's the hierarchy piece. Now, it's not as if that we all bow the higher belts or anything like that. Jiu-Jitsu is about a mutual appreciation and respect of yeah. everybody, irrespective of your level. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and it was, it was that whole piece, but the day that I got that, that what, you know, I had my white belt on and we just finished rolling and my name gets called and I'm, I did the same thing. I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. Like I haven't, I've I've been here for a few months. I've turned up and I get filled with anxiety every time that I show up, I drive there and I'm like, Fuck! I could just keep driving through, you know. And i I have visions of clients of of, of years gone past that said exactly the same thing. And it's funny oh, to yeah. now to now be on the other side. And you know, it, it was it's that mindset of I've never finished a session and felt worse than when I did when I started. Again, shit you see on the internet memes all the time. Oh, you're only one workout away. And yeah, that's kind of true, but it's it's more the experience, you know, that dread that you have when you start something because you don't know what's on the other side you know you're jumping off the cliff without a fucking parachute and you're you're literally going to build it and make sure it works before you hit the ground, you know, on that's
2: the
1: on the way down. I, I, that's how I described the state of ride. I, I jumped off the cliff going, I don't have an airplane. Let's build it as we're falling. And, you know, there's been times when we've, we've succeeded better than, than other times, but we've not failed. We've just learned a lesson, mm-hmm. you know, nothing's been a failure. It's like, oh, well, we don't do that again. And jujitsu taught me that as well. It was like, well, okay, shit. If I put my arm in this position and grab the collar here and put my arm there, I'm gonna get wound up real fast. And then all of a sudden I've got to recognize, ah, dude, you got me, you know. And let's try that again and let's try and and then it's like go back and it's like wipe the sweat off and it's you know fist bump and slap and it's like all right bro let's do it again we've got we've got two and a half minutes to have another crack you know and all of a sudden you might do the same thing and it's like Mm. ah fuck here we are again tap okay we got 90 seconds let's do it again by the time you finish that five minute process i'm I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I might be a bit frustrated because I've been choked out the same way four times, but you know what, once it's all over, there's a big grin on your face. You're like, bro, thanks for the roll," you know, and then you move on to the next thing it, again, without sort of saying everybody should go in jujitsu, which I probably recommend most people go and try something like that. Again, there's all these there's all that we have access to so many different things in our environments and our, our communities and culture that carries over, you know, a CrossFit workout, heavy, hard, you know, it might be heavy and long It might be short and a sprint, you know, all of these things become uh, ways that you can look at life, you know, short term, you know, little things that require a hundred percent focus and a hundred percent output for really short periods of time and they destroy you or you have something that's you know it's a moderate intensity and you can go for a much longer and it still ruins you towards the tail end you know jujitsu is the same you know hand here leg here body there face there oh shit i'm fucked let's start again you know that's that this whole this whole development thing really is hinged off that. And I guess, you know, for for anybody that 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 wonders whether mindfulness coaching or or, or personal coaching or, or hypnosis or whatever it is to to try and overcome these pieces, you know, fear and anxiety of you know, not knowing stuff, it's completely fucking normal. It's hundred percent normal, but you're in good company. And that's what, that's what I learned obviously through CrossFit community. It's what I've learned through the indoor cycling community, pre-CrossFit. That's what I've learned through Jiu Jitsu, you know, and again, I'm a novice, I'm not an expert. And I know the names of very little things, you know, very few things, but it's that whole point of, you know, when it's all said and done, even if you get it wrong, you've tried you've been shown, hey, dude, that doesn't work that way. And you have, you know, you have a laugh about it and you move on and you try again. You know, that's the beauty of all these things that I think we have access to is the fact that, you know what, even if you don't get it right the first
0: time,
2: who fucking cares?
1: Who gives a shit? You know, I
0: love all that stuff that's just humbling and educational. And and, yeah, it transfers. They're the two things that I found in my life. And that's why I think that CrossFit, Hit me between the eyes when I first found it. Was that it was like jujitsu? Mm. It was educational. Yeah, it was based on a solid scientific foundation. Yeah, it was humbling.
2: Mm.
0: Right, and you felt every time you did it, you felt that you'd achieved something, even if you got crushed. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. When I started, yeah. started jujitsu, like I started jujitsu, must have been two thousand three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so what, we're going up to 18 years right might have mm-hmm. might have been yeah have to be 2000 i'm pretty sure it was 2003 three purple belts one smaller than me so like a lightweight a middleweight and a heavyweight effectively and there were like four other kids in the class i say kids we were 20 something but
2: mm.
0: they used to beat the fuck out of me in so many different <laughs> ways right so the big guy would just squash me The middleweight would do whatever the fuck he wanted because he was fast and heavy relative to me because I'm 70 kilos when I'm wringing wet. Yeah, yeah. And then the lightweight would just be so fast that I didn't know what was going on. Mm. And for years, because this was before there was any uh, grace to jujitsu in Australia Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because the black belts had learned it from Brazil and maybe a little bit from America and brought it back and just disseminated a little bit of the knowledge and then went off and then came back and got. So it, it was like when CrossFit got to just Australia, We're early still de- it was working early development. Out. Yeah. So I was the punching bag for these guys. It was, I loved it. It was fucking awful. And I loved it. I loved it. You know, mm. but now, now you come it's so gentle because his competition focused and like, it's like the shit we went through. Fuck mm. me. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. But,
0: you felt like you'd done something afterwards, and I'd done martial arts since I was eight, right? And you'd go to classes, and you'd be like punching the air, and you're like, "What the fuck did I learn? Mm-hmm. Like, this is mm. does it? You know, in the back of you, does this actually does this shit actually work?
2: Mm.
0: Does this jujitsu? Like, yep, yeah, that shit actually works because I moved a guy who's thirty kilos heavier than me from on top of me to underneath me. So something works here. And that's what I got out of CrossFit. And it's not just these two things. It's just mm-hmm. my experience, right? Mm-hmm. But at CrossFit, I went, ah, okay. So I've learned to move that object from there to there in a functional mm-hmm. way in a certain period of time. I'm working at relatively high intensity for myself, not for the 100 kilo behemoth over in the corner.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. And the thing that, that parallels the two for me is they're an individual pursuit in a group environment, completely supported by other people who are on the same journey. Yeah. You know, it's like, the hurt locker we're all in yeah. the same place yeah you know, yeah embrace the suck yeah and i remember like first time i saw jujitsu, like this dude's like sitting on the wall just looking like they're chilling out <laughs> like you don't realize they've just done 30 minutes and they're taking a breather
2: yeah
1: yeah
0: until you do it yourself and crossfit's the same right like yeah. someone's yeah. someone's just done fran yeah uh they're lying in a pool of their own sweat yeah they'll yeah. move probably 10 minutes time they'll be able to pick themselves up and yeah. water <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you
0: apply but, that to everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When you look when when someone reaches, you know, male or female, you know, that that accept that that acceptance point of again, it's okay not to have all the tools, you know, and 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 I, you know, it's just to to wind back to that 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 earlier piece you know you, you 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 queried the the cancellation of the objection when people you know they they say they commit then they don't you know it's a lot of it is as, as we've said getting out of your own way you know there's been this real push over the last uh well i'm sorry the i've seen a, a huge push probably because my eyes have been open to it around um uh I'm going to say the the women's health movement and you know let's say body acceptance you know stretch marks uh, cesarean section scars um, cellulite you know all these things that were were downgraded as being you know negatives as 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 part of being being a woman you know was mm-hmm. there was the pitch per picture perfect Elle McPherson and Cindy Crawford I'm probably showing um, a little bit a bit of our age that that was you know, they were the hot, they were the that highlights the of model. it. Of, the, of my of my teenage years you know what i mean like you know absolute you know absolute glamours and and i'm sure wonderful wonderful women that have their own own stories as well but you know what i've what i've what i've certainly observed I've, and and obviously within growing relationships as well as being a parent is there's this real validation and 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 message around you know your scars are okay you know your your insecurities aren't damaging to you and they're not a sign of weakness and i guess where the the unlocking of the the health side and the mental health side with with blokes and with with men is you know not knowing is okay you know not having all the answers is okay um you know not having a good grasp on how to deal with financial stresses relationship stresses or parenting stresses is okay um you know the the scars carried as men the battle scars the wounds are no more or less important than that of our you know gender counterparts as as with women you know and the women in our lives they're just different you know a woman gives birth in 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 whether it be you know naturally or or via a c-section you know whether it be with drugs or without drugs they carry a certain amount of scar both physical and emotional that becomes part of whom they are to, to for them to take that next step in life you know our journey as men we get to that same point now while we don't necessarily go through the physical transformation of you know growing a fuck another human inside of us and then going through that traumatic process, which I best described as watching your favorite pub burn down. You know, um, you know, it's it's we're we're getting very much closer to that whole thing of, you know, lads, it's cool, man. We've we're all we're all fucked up. You know, we're all on this wild roller coaster. Condition. You know, you know, the the wrinkles in my forehead, the gray hair in my beard and the the, the shit in my brow. Yeah. You know what I mean? That really deep dish that I get, oh, here, oh, I you love know, I,
0: I'm, I'm developing <laughs> one.
1: you know, yeah, I do that. Like you, you're fucking what you want me to do what now? Nah, fuck off. Um, you know, it's, I, I guess it's, it's as we've, as we've culturally allowed um, the previously negative connotations of what it was to be a woman, to be a mm-hmm. socially acceptable. Yeah. Fuck. We are so fucking close to to being able to pr- no, proudly say again really words that are used in in different what, look I'm sticking my finger in a fucking microphone thing, um you know we're we're so close to being at that point socially, where, you know men can be men you know men can be able to 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 you know farm and provide for their family and build houses and build roads and you know look after their kids and all this stuff but also be able to go you know what i'm carrying a whole bunch of fucking hurt or scars physical and emotional and physical or emotional from my journey to this point in time i don't need to push them away and pretend that they're not there and i don't need to you know, I, I don't need to lock them away. It doesn't mm. mean that I'm going to share them. I mean, ironically, share them in a podcast with everybody, but <laughs> it's getting to a, it's, it's really starting to move towards a point where it's sort of like, again, you know, to use that phrase I used before, it's okay not to be okay. Mm. And then being able to go, you know what? The first step to is to just be present. You know, the first step to any progress, be it physical or, or, or emotional, you just got to turn up. You know, what's the first step to having a successful relationship? Fucking show up. Be present. What's mm-hmm. the first step to being a good parent? Be present. Be 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 present in the moment. You know, take that fucking 10 seconds. You know, take that five minutes, turn your phone off, shut your email down, take half a day. The end of the day, what you don't do today is still going to be there tomorrow, right? I've learned that. I've got a list as long as my fucking arm and some. We all do. But taking that five minutes to go, you know what? I'm just going for a walk. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know and 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 we can give ourselves all the excuses in the world. I'm busy, I'm tired, the boss this and that. At the end of the day, you're no good for anybody if you're not well. You know, you're just not you're not good for yourself, you're not good for your family, and you're not good for your job. You know, taking taking an hour to go for a walk or a half hour to go for a walk during the workday. You know, I, I hear a lot of people, oh, I can't because my boss, you know what? Your boss wants you fucking happy because when you're happy, you're productive. When yes. you're productive, you're successful. When you're yes. successful, they're successful. You know, it's, it's a, yes. it's a, it's a follow on effect, you know? And, and I think the more that that messaging comes through and I, I guess the, the more that it's, it's, a, it's allowed, you know, you're allowed to take a moment. You're allowed to stop. You're allowed to say, Hey, I just need, you know and not everything comes at a cost but sometimes it comes with with balance you know saying to your saying to your your, your 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 our partners you know i just need would you mind you know yes yeah. no problem now sometimes it's lo- it's followed with a yeah no problem but can i dude, that's life. You know, we, we live in a negotiation. Our whole existence is a constant negotiation, be it trying to get bank loans, to try to get a better deal on your car, to choosing what fucking petrol you put in your car. It's all a negotiation. Sometimes it's with others. Sometimes it's with yourself. So, you know, finding that finding that point to go, you know what, you know, start that first conversation, that first email, that first fucking Facebook uh, reply you know hey ads blah 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 it starts with a conversation and then it's like well here's the tools at, at my disposal let's go you know or where are we at and as as we as we both know through the cycle of of uh of of of, of, of customer service and creating communities some people are walking towards some people are standing a fair way back looking into the distance exactly and they. It. And they can see you, you know, and, and, you know, the, the three layers that, that I learned from my time with you, there's people looking from afar. They can see the sign above the door and they're curious, mm-hmm. but they're a long way away. A little bit curious. So there's a, there's a, there's a long message. Hey, we're over here. We can, we do fucking this. All right. And it might take a long time for the messaging to go between us. Then you've got other people that are walking towards you you know they're on the other side of the road and they've seen the sign they're like oh fuck that looks curious that look at those people doing that Mm. you know and they're walking towards you yeah they're walking towards you having a conversation but they're, they're on that path towards you you know then you've got the other ones that are fucking running towards you you know they're they're all in you know they're like dude just let's go you know let me wear that badge let me be part of the tribe let me be what it is now we see it in the fitness industry we see it in the in the in the athletic side we see it in sport you know we're we see it in women's health we're just starting to see it in men's health and i think we're at that point where we've got a lot of casual observers from a long way out that are that are curious you know they're like hmm that sounds familiar you know, I I don't live a perfect existence. I mean, shit, I've got stuff that goes wrong. We've only, I've only scratched the surface with my experience over my adult life. And, you know, we've covered a house fire, uh, a weird relationship that led to the birth of my son, a failed relationship with that. a dynamic. You know what I mean? Like we've covered very little, you know, we've covered a few things, but just like my story, I'm hoping that there's somebody that would, list that's engaging with 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 you or even engaging through our platforms that goes fuck me there's a little bit of familiarity in that Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know and then to and then for that to be rather than just a casual observer from afar turn around and go i might start walking in that direction you know and as 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 i've learned over the time sometimes you need to trip over and scrub and scuff your knee you know sometimes you need to stub your toe i mean how often do we move the coffee table? But when we do, we bang our fucking feet on it. You know, what do we do? We move the table somewhere else. It's, I know that I've used a couple of really strange analogies, but that's a perfect one. It fucking hurts when you get, when you put the furniture in the wrong spot and you bash your toe middle of the night, it really hurts. And it creates anger, frustration, and pain. You don't throw the table out you just move it three inches to one side, all of a sudden that hot button's gone. You know what I mean? I'm not going to scuff myself on the side of the table because I've moved it two inches to the left, you know, hypnosis, mindfulness, mindset training, all that sort of stuff. That's it. It's the one percenter. It's the one degree. It's the one centimeter to the left or to the right that stops you from having the discomfort through your normal action of your
0: day it's really interesting that you say like um that it's such a small change right <laughs> i remember and this this is only for people who are watching right i've got to get...
1: <laughs> they've got to get three hours in so i reckon we've nearly got to put a stopwatch on this oh, one yeah, surely, we'll, yeah? stick a,
0: we'll stick a fork in this mate but this is the, <laughs> guy, the guy who introduced me to like um who said the local guy here that i know that was talking mm-hmm. about hypnosis he's like this is, this is subconscious, this is conscious. Mm-hmm. Like this is not trance, this is trance. And he's got a piece of paper, he's holding up a piece of paper, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's like, it's not that far away. Mm. Like everyone has this expectation. Now let's, let's not start on hypnosis because we will be here for 10 we'll hours. We'll have to do, do another chat about that oh, in a little while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's just interesting, right? That it is most of this stuff that we're agonizing over is so close. You know, and to, to flick over into it, yeah, you know, like after our conversation last week, which mm-hmm. was just me going for a walk, holy shit, lockdown, all my clients aren't coming in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have some interesting conversations this week.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Two days later, an old client from the gym, who I helped with her website because that's my skill set from way back when, calls me up, my website's not working, can you help me? I know you're mm-hmm. not doing that anymore. And I'm like, no problems, so I'll help you out. Mm-hmm. I called her back two days later and I said, look, you're in, you're doing this work with people. And I'm really interested because she's into positive psychology and amazing woman. Can I just ask you a couple of questions? She's like, all right. And it was like six months worth of coaching in 16 minutes. And like, it all just falls into place. It's so close.
2: Mm.
0: So close. All right. Yeah. Yeah, let's stick a fork <laughs> in it. We're, we're this, is, this has been an absolute
1: pleasure, mate. Um, mate, I missed your face, to be honest. It was, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the last time that we saw each other face to face was always probably about, 15 kilos lighter, probably a little bit more than that. And um, in the depths of uh, business of whatever business ownership we're in with, with CrossFit. So
0: look, I think that was 25.
1: (laughs) It was before my son was born and that was was 2015. Yeah. 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 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, look, it's, this is awesome. Look, mate, I'm as you, I'm hoping that there's, there's a heap of stuff that I I suppose is, is, is valid, mate. Look, that's that's part of my journey. I, I love this shit. I really do. I mean, I'm, I can the, the digital stuff. I love the, the personal stuff. I love, you know, I've got my own scars and I'll be honest, mate. I've embraced every fucking single one of them. You know what I mean? I've, I'm as big of a bigger, I'm as I'm bigger, a fuck up than I am a success. And that's, you know, it's not a matter of making errors. It's just a matter of, I've just figured out shit that I don't need to do anymore. And, you know, it starts, it started with this, you know, I still use my hypnosis every day. I think I did, I, I flick between two that are uh, hypnosis um, CDs that I bought for fuck all money. I think I paid 10 bucks or five bucks a CD. And mate, it sets me up for whatever my day is. I don't know what it does. I've tried to listen to it when I'm awake and always fall asleep because that's what they're desi- they're designed for that transient piece. Right. So you know, while I don't understand it, it doesn't mean that it's right or wrong. But it, for for me, it's helped me get to this point in my life where I'm armed with some good
0: tools. You know, I heard and I've been looking for a, a, a clear way of explaining what hypnosis is to people so they don't go, oh, it's fucking bullshit, right? Yeah, yeah and I, this is a guy i don't know if i said it earlier on rogan's podcast and he said it's a state where you can be amazingly relaxed and intensely focused at mm-hmm. the same time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there's no other state where you're both like yeah. so i went i worked with it i'm like well yeah cuz we, when we're relaxed we're not really focused we're just chill yeah we're not really paying much attention we're just okay mm-hmm. and when we're dialed into something everything's heightened Mm-hmm. You no, know, the cortisol's up, the adrenaline's yep. up, all of that yep. shit's up. Yeah, yeah. But to be able to do that when we're focused, and I was, and when that guy said that, I was like, holy shit! Mm. Like that's what it is. But like, if you can impress upon people how they can find a state where they can dial their shit in because they're focused and relaxed, there you go. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: and that, call it something else. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't, I don't call it hypnosis. If that, if that, you know, pushes your buttons, call it whatever you want. It doesn't yeah. matter what you call it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you're not going to end up clucking like a chicken every time you hear a bell. I mean, I'm yet Unless to,
0: you want to,
1: <laughs> well it, there's power in the mind that we don't know you know exactly. that we don't know we know that the bodies are capable of amazing things and the the, the mind is capable of of, of or the, the mind is what drives that physical success right so mm. if we spend the time making sure that the, the 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 shell is okay we need to make sure that the fucking cpu inside it is yep. is is operating as best that Software we can
0: hardware has got to work properly and
1: dude that's that's the right thing yeah 100 percent
0: <laughs> All right, brother. You are fucking awesome. Awesome, man. Thanks for your time, mate. Rip in, bro. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs>